This is Craig from the Res, and you're listening to Radio Brendo Man with Captain Phil Vecchio. Welcome to another episode of Radio Brendo Man. I'm Brenda Creasy. And I'm Phil Vecchio. And um, you just got back from a vacation. See, okay, we're going to talk about this. Briefly. A vacation is when you stay away from your house overnight. I think it's a weekend away is not a vacation. It's a mini vacation. Plus we stayed on someone's floor. Fine, it's a mini vacation. Or a mini vacation. But, that being said, I've been meaning to say this. On the show, but this should not be a surprise because I've done this since like long before I was married. Every ch- second, I, I got a chance to at Biola. I went on road trips. We went camping. We would go away just for the night, just to like go out to Rainbow Basin or something. This is not new. Yeah, but then you just leave me by myself here in Ukaipa. Well, you could come. You invite me. Well, we slept on my parents' floor this time. I always slept <laughs> on your parents' floor. There was no room. Okay, so let me tell you where we stayed here. We went down to, they had this little trailer thing in their trailer park. So why did you go if we were just sleeping on a floor? Well, we no, sometimes they've gotten them and they're bigger. This one was like a little single wide, it was like the size of an RV. So my parents had like a little room with like a double bed in the back. There's little like half single bunk beds where Amy and Melissa slept. And then there's a little like single futon thing. And so we had like Janelle and the kids slept on there. And then, I mean, like, like think of an RV. That's the space. And so then we had like a little air. Why would you guys be like, all right, we'll see you guys later? No, because we didn't know until like they got down there. But it was fun and we still had a good time. But I'm just saying, it wasn't like a. Do you have any apples? We did. Well, we went and got pie in Julian. You gotta get pie. To get the Buffalo Burgers? No, we got, uh, we got, uh, they went, went to this little place, I can't think what it's called, the Candied Apple, I think it's called. We got these, like, really good, like, panini sandwiches, and then an apple pie for dessert, it was good. We went to SeaWorld on Saturday for, um, the trick-or-treating thing. Stop playing with that chair. Ah, You're making noise. Bad habit. So that's about it. And then we just kind of hung around the place. You got and a had lot fun. of candy? Yeah, the kids got a ton of candy. Maybe dad got a little bit, too. Oh, what are you guys doing thing. for Halloween this year? I think we might just do that Redlands thing again. <laughs> the kids gonna, and we're just gonna make sure that we don't wake Luke up. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll time it better this time. Because <laughs> that was that was, was bad, a little rough. That was just that wasn't because it was Redlands. That's just because he fell asleep. I'm, but now I'm just gonna associate that with Luke. Well, like, the better thing the is it's time. on Saturday this year, so it's not like we're you know we can sleep in and relax. Was it on Saturday last year? No, it was like a Thursday or something. So you know he'd been up all day and. Plus, he doesn't do naps anymore. He was still kind of like sometimes napping. So anyway, it'll be better. But the last thing is that at this place they had a little like kids area where they could go and do like crafts and stuff. And the kids spent hours in there. But we didn't realize this at first. But my dad and I were wandering around looking at it. And they got an arcade in the back. Mm-hmm. And most of it, I mean, they had like newer stuff. Like, um, what was this place? Shooting ones. It's just like a trailer park. You know, like their okay. timeshare type trailer park thing that they have. Um, you've like been to like, Koa? 
No, but it's like nicer. It's like actually, I mean, you have to actually be a part of the the thing. Oh, they're like that thing they had at Cherry Valley. Yeah, it's the same thing. It's it's that same thing. Just they have different locations around. Mm. So there's one in Julian. But this one was not as big as that one. Well, the tra- well, because they have like the little cabins they rented. Yeah. And but their cabin in Cherry Valley was like big. It was really big. This one was much much smaller. Yeah. But they vary. They have bigger ones there too, and I don't know how they determine who gets what. But they didn't know until they got there. But anyway. They had this little arcade, and mostly it had, like, newer games, like some racing games and shooting stuff. But they had one cabinet of, like, classic games where you could, like, pick a bunch of different stuff. Mm-hmm. So my dad and I went in the back while the kids were playing, and we did a bunch of, like, just... We played mostly Burger Time. Yeah. Because uh, that was, like, a favorite from a long time ago. But also, I found that... I've never played this game before. It's called Ladybug. Mm-hmm. You ever played Ladybug? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's from, you know, they the They have 80s. it at the arcade museum? I, I mean, they might have, but I didn't play it. Mm-hmm. But it's super cool. It's like a Pac-Man, you know, style thing, except that when you go through, there's like all these different like flip-flop doors. So like, let's say a guy's chasing you and you punch through the wall and it clicks like that and like it flips the thing behind you so you can actually block the guys from attacking you if you go through the right way. Whoa. It's really cool, but it's, you know, I mean, it's vintage. Oh, there you go. Matthew's got it. Oh, he's got it on archive.org on that arcade. It's so now you super can fun. be playing that forever. That along with that other one. What's that other one what called? What's that other one called? You don't even remember. I shouldn't tell you. I know. I, I don't remember either. I have it in my You shouldn't find out. I know what it is. I, I looked it up. But anyway, this one's really fun too. So I played. we played a lot. We went through some quarters there. <clears throat> and that was our weekend. I guess it's a mini vacation, but you know. Well, like on Thursday, you're like, can we record on Monday? Well, I didn't like, realize for the notice. I didn't realize we were going down. I thought we were How just going to see you not know you're like going spending the weekend in Julian? I didn't know we were going down on Friday. How are you not aware of what you're doing? I don't know. Sometimes I just don't pay attention. You live a very to. charmed life. You got I somebody do. planning every yep. moment. Yep. I need a planner. <laughs> Here, you're doing this. All right, I guess we're doing this. Yeah. That's you. That's pretty much how it goes. Such a rough but this was my one other thing. I mentioned this actually on the Pillage Meanwhile, we haven't had a new Brax in forever. Yes, but we've been doing good progress on the Kickstarter stuff. But it's not going to look good for our web comics no. panels. But priorities to get that stuff Did you contact the Long Beach Comic Con people like I told you to? No. You were delirious when I you got that email? No, that's right. I haven't actually done that. But well, I did email Josh Forbes, so that's um, good. Okay, well, let's, let's, that's good. let's do some other stuff here. Good. But... Since we're on the Kickstarter subject, we got some good stuff. I actually... Did you place the order? I haven't placed the order yet. I thought you placed the I'm order. still refining it. I want it to be perfect. You're going to change something that I don't want you to change. No, no, no. It's all good. It's just it's just like... You were trying to get me to do like things I didn't want to do. What? White. I white still think on white. white vinyl is good. No. I think that would have been a cool design, but we agreed on the red. Too plain. We'll do the red. Too plain. I think you had a good point. Since we got colored vinyl, people might complain. Although white technically is a color, you have yeah, to Yeah, but come color. on. If we're doing colored vinyl, but I want a color. The design is cool. I don't care. It's a cool design. I want red. It's all right. We're doing red. We're doing red vinyl. We've got basically a finished design, and we've finished. The, we did the recording. We've edited the recording, so it's basically all ready to go. And um, I've sent off the initial, like, email, like, requesting quotes from them. Mm-hmm. I mean, I already have done, like, the, you know, self-quote <laughs> thing. But, um, but yeah, we're just about ready to roll. And they're gonna, you're going to get this email back, like, what are you guys doing? What? Why do you want to do this? Why? They have no. an option for spoken word on there. It's even, like, one of the things <laughs> <Yeah>. they have. <laughs> when they hear it, they're going to be like, are you what sure you guys want to do this? What the heck is this? But it's funny. So I played it for a couple people just uh 
you know, get some feedback, make sure it works, the recording that we did. Mm-hmm. And actually just Matthew and Janelle. And both of them were like, you guys are talking really fast, like way faster than you normally do. Because in order to get through our story in five minutes, we're like, and this is, okay, we're going to go. Because what else are we going to do? Like, we can't, yeah. if we just did our normal thing, it would be the five minutes, which would be us be like, hey, we're doing a show yeah, about where it looks good. It's this. seven minutes and 40 in, and we yeah. really haven't done anything yet. So, like, that would be it. Yeah. So we have to kind of. Well, and then I had to go and, like, in editing it, like, if, if there was ever a pause where you and I were like, uh, I kind of snipped those out. Is that out. it made Matthew tear up? Yeah. He was very excited about it. Whoa. I think it's pretty good. I think we did a good job. Hopefully you guys will like it. I think it's going to be, you know, something you might want to listen to once or twice, more than once. It's kind of weird because, you know, like, you don't listen to podcasts over and over again, like, a, a song. You'll probably listen to it once. You'll probably listen to it once. Maybe you'll pop it on again, you know, once or twice. It's only like eight minutes of your life. Yeah, well, it's one side is five and a half minutes, and the other side is like right at five minutes, I so think. So it's like ten something. and a half. Yeah, something like 10, that. Ten, eleven minutes. Maybe like eleven minutes total, something. It is amazing seeing this dream. Yes. Because this is a dream we have forever. Yeah. When when I told Mike, he was like super stoked because he didn't know about yeah. it. So I'm like, we're super making cool. a freaking record. So last thing on the Kickstarter then, we got m- almost everybody now is sending their surveys, but mm. there are like four people left. So if you're one of those four... We're start naming names. Well, I- I'm not going to name them all, but Brian Jessness I know hasn't done it yet. Come on, Brian. And you're all over the like, I know you group. listen to the so show. I know you can do There's a couple other people that I'm not sure how regularly they listen. I'm going to contact them, but I know Brian does. Mm-hmm. So get on it. Oh, and Craig from the Res. Brian and Craig from the Res. Yeah, what's going on with Craig from the Res? So you guys got to get those in there. Oh, and then the other thing, that's right, we've been working on this week, is getting, we got the ringtones. I mean, they're not all done. Yeah. But uh, Matthew's been working on our ringtones, and uh, there's some good stuff in there. Oh, no, I don't want to hear Oh, Matt, I, you got to, like, we got to play those for you. After the show, maybe, if I remember. No. Because I have a couple of them to show you. There's some good stuff. We got some ringtones and also some new, I gotta go to bed. some new text things. So let's get to, let's get down to it. All right. We got a lot of reader mail. Reader mail time. Mark Bolton says, hey guys, Mark Bolton here. Phil, any word on you being on the Two Dudes and a NES podcast? You know what? I'm glad you brought that up because I need to bug those guys some more. You need to bug them. You're like what? their champion of that thing. I know. I've been, I've been like dedicated on playing this game. Although now that they switched over to a separate page, I haven't done it as much. They switched over to a separate page? Yeah. They made like a separate page just for the game. I still do it occasionally. But the page you don't get, you can't get the notification levels of like a group. Well, no, it's still a group. Oh, okay. But it's a separate group. And so here's the thing. Before, Why did they separate the group? If something showed like a notification someone posted in the group, you know, maybe would someone check it. But now if it's in the game thing, then everyone goes and checks it right away. Oh, so it, So the competition has stepped up quite kind of, a bit. Yeah, okay. So before, you know, it's, it's a little tougher. But uh-huh. I'm still in there. I don't know. I gotta bug those guys. The thing is, is that they're, the way that they did their Patreon is if they had people pledge at a certain level, they get to be on the show. And so they have to prioritize the people. I would that. never do that. It's definitely not an option that we're gonna do. Cause I, feel although like... we do have one. Oh, you do? I'll tell you about this. Wait, what? About this? Wait, what? Well, Wait, Polo. What? 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 Oh. Polo, who's done 200 the last couple uh, times, yeah. but we couldn't travel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I asked in the survey, like, what would you like to do? What can okay. we do, you know, to do it? And he said he'd like to be a guest on the show. Well, that's cool. That, I think that, that, cool. that works. But, like, a, but ra- for a total rando, like, I can't even vouch for. Like, I can vouch for Polo just based on the conversations yeah. we've had with him. But, like, just a total rando being on your show, like, plus, like, not everybody 
should be right. out of <laughs> No offense. No, no, it's, it, it's, it's, it's tough to talk for that long for some people. Obviously not for us because <laughs> we just talk a lot. I want to hear Polo's, like, motorcycle story, like, going around, like, just doing motorcycles. Polo's, like, lived all over the world. Yeah. So oh. I think that'll be fun. Okay. But other than that, I don't know about two dudes in NES. We'll, we'll get on that. Back to the letter. But it's a podcast that you should listen it to. It is cool. It's a good podcast. Do you listen to the podcast? I've listened to some of it. I don't listen to, like, all of them. But I've listened to, like, six or seven. Have you listened to any of the ones with random guests? No. I've listened to the ones that uh, some of the other... Uh, Folks from Benview Network, though, because mm. didn't Tim? Mm. I think Tim, Tim did it. Did it? Yeah. I'm trying to think of who else did it. Anyway, a couple of guys, you know, that we know. All right. So he says, I recently listened to their Battle Toads Double Dragon episode. Brendo, really you mentioned listening to episodes of Comic Nerds Unite. I was curious which ones. Well, Mark. I listened to episodes 89 and then 90, which is the most recent one he posted. But at the time, I'd listened to episode 89, and. In 89, I talked about Robin, number one, from, like, the 90s. So it was cool hearing about them talking about, like, an old nice. comic book. And then in episode 90, which was their, like, two-year anniversary or something, um, they talked about the Bill and Ted comics. Nice, the Brian Lynch ones. Yes. Sweet. It's cool. And I, I, um, I'm, I haven't read those yet because I was waiting for the trade because... Yeah. Um, that's how I usually read the comic books. And Speaking of that, I've been reading through, uh, I didn't put this on the thing, but I've been reading through Monster Motors finally. So good? Yeah, it's really funny. Did you get the trade one? I got the, I got it digitally, but yeah, I got the, the whole, digital one yeah, that has like everything the, and it's everything. got the, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, what yeah. I got. Yeah, because I want to, you know, didn't want to buy them all individually. And, but anyway, so that's really good. Yeah. I could talk about that comic. So, and then also I listened to the episode of Star Wars Energy Night that Mark was on and, um, it's cool. Nice. I was um, it made me because they talk about the comics, the new comics, the new some Star Wars them, one. Yeah, some of them sound cool. Some be- I've talked to some people that like really didn't care for them. Other well, there's like a bunch it. of different ones. Okay. There's like Darth Vader. There's like there was like a Leia comic. There's like these other ones. The ones that the one that they talked about in the episode that Mark was on, it actually takes place between episodes four and five. Oh, that's cool. So, so, like, how they got to Hoth and all that stuff? Yeah, and, like, how... Because, like, you know how Luke, like, kind of has some Jedi stuff? Like, yeah. before, like, this kind of... Because he's, he's doing... He gets his lightsaber yeah. out of the snow. So, how does he know how to do that? Um, well, in these comics, he goes on this whole journey to find... He goes... He, he sneaks back to Tatooine and gets um, Ben Kenobi's journal. Interesting. And then he, like, learns things from the journal. Huh. And then um, Leia and uh, Han are, like, off doing stuff. They run into one of Han's, actually, ex-wives. Really? Yeah. Huh. Seems pretty entertaining. Okay, I haven't read it, obviously, but I just... When you said he goes back and reads his journal, I just got this whole thing of, like... He's skimming through, and Obi-Wan's like, oh, so-and-so, you know, said hi to me again today. (laughs) I'm going to use my Jedi mind trick to get her to go out with me. Like, is it all just reading his diary kind of thing? Maybe. I don't know, some Jedi journals. It's like the collected wis- collective wisdom uh, okay. of the Jedi. So it's not just maybe. his diary. Well, it's his journal. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I, maybe that, I Met don't know. Met this kid Luke today. What a whiny brat. <laughs> like, what would, what would his journal be like for most of the time? He'd be like, hanging out in Tatooine, yep. pretending to be a crazy old hermit. <laughs> I freaked out the locals today. <laughs> Doing a good job being a hermit. Yep. 
Sand. Empire hasn't found me. A lot of sand. Still no empire. <laughs> Lots of sand. Kenobi out. <laughs> that's, how he, that's how he signs off. Played some of that robot chess with myself. <laughs> the computer's not very good at it. Wish I could make... I wish I had those droids around so that I could make... So I could play chess with one of them. Now, if you were a Jedi hermit, you would just lay around and do nothing because you could just move around. you get the remote control. Be like... Just lay around... You, Saw that C-3PO in the market today. <laughs> pretended. Pretended I didn't know that. Pretended I didn't. Just I was, kept I my head down. I him a bunch. Yeah, that's that's some major plot holes. We can't get into episode one right now. But man. Oh yeah, crap. We can't open that black hole. No. I was about to make a midichlorian joke. No. And I would have just. You could say one midichlorian joke. That's it's it though. You're like, limited to one midichlorian joke. According per to Lucas, he would have been like. Practice my midichlorian, relax my midichlorians, <laughs> or whatever they do. Uh, he just gets like a cheek swab and like tests his midichlorians. Testing my count. Yeah. Count is stable. What if he's like Jedi diabetic and well, he's got to take midichlorian shots every day? <laughs> I'm running low. I'm on low, midichlo- low MCs. He's got to eat some of those Yoda sticks, you know, <laughs> to get his, MC, his midichlorian counts up. <laughs> But drop it. They got low, low MC. He's hypomidichlorianist. Wait, hypoglycemic, hypo, yeah. hypomidichlorianic. Yeah. All right, that's stupid. Couldn't even move the TV remote. <laughs> Losing my powers. <laughs> Kenobi out. Yep. Kenobi out. That's the episode tonight, by the way. Kenobi out. Stormtroopers gave me the eye. But... It's because I just wear rags and smell bad. <laughs> He's basically a homeless guy in that first. And he lives in like an igloo. He lives in, a, in like an igloo in the desert and he goes around in like ratty old robes. He's a homeless dude. Scrapped and he just fights sand people for fun. Yeah. <laughs> but he like makes weird sound to scare him off. Yeah, but sometimes if he's a Jedi, don't you think he just gets bored and he's just like, alright, we're all gonna, we're gonna throw down. Wasn't that a thing in one of the prequels? Didn't he fight him? No. I can't remember. Okay. Who knows? Let's get back to Mark's letter here. All right. Well, I hope that satisfied your answer to what episodes of Comic Nerd Unite I listened to. <laughs> so, guys, I, too, recently watched most of Twin Peaks. Okay. It's an amazing, groundbreaking show. Ground, groundbreaking, groundbreaking show. He wrote I, groundbreaking. But I petered out about five episodes toward the end. Yeah. Uh-huh. I think the guy who played Laura Palmer's dad would make a great Joker. That would be Ray Weiss. He acts out crazy real good. Yeah, he does. It's pretty good. I think it's great. I, don't, I know exactly what he means. I know what you were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. I haven't finished it yet. You can tell close. when Lynch left the show. I, there's still good stuff. I'm going to finish it. But once they solve that mystery, now it just feels like they're trying to recapture yep. something. And it's like, well, you guys already solved it. That's why Lynch didn't want to solve it. They made him. Yeah. I, I understand why. It's still interesting. It's still crazy and weird. Well, once it's done, then you got to watch Firewalk with me. Yes, I will do that. But, you know, I, only, I don't get time to watch them too often, so and then I'm going through slow. You should watch some other David Lynch movies. I'm really glad the Pen Pal segment is so popular with people. It is. Here's my response to Denver and TLD. Not the last dinosaur. I'm more of an ice cream guy, more than a novelty frozen guy. Mm. But Chip Witches are my favorite of that ilk. If I were on my deathbed and could only have one more ice cream dessert, it would be this. In Bloomington, Illinois, there's an ice cream place called Carl's. Yes. They make their own ice cream, and my fave flavor is chocolate raspberry brownie. 
Ooh. I get that in their chunky shake, their version of a blizzard with Reese's peanut butter cups. You lost yeah, Phil. You lost me there at the, re- at the peanut uh, butter. You got cups. me. I'm all over it. Phil's weird. I would. The rest of it sounds good though. So Denver and TLD. Not the last time, sorry. You don't have to do that. <laughs> it's a thing. But I like to do it. If you could befriend one celebrity, who would it be? Also, what's your favorite John Candy movie? Hashtag letting them cookies cool. <laughs> nice. That's some good questions. I'm sure curious to hear. What Excited. is your favorite John Candy movie? My favorite John Candy movie? Oh, that's a, that's that's tough. tough. If I'm trying to sound cool, I would say Planes, Trains. But if I'm being honest with myself, it's Uncle Buck all the way. See, those are probably my t- Okay. But the Great Outdoors is also I love Great way Outdoors. up there. Now this is only like starring ones. Yes, and like you know he's he's in because then they could movies. say like Blues yeah, Brothers, Vacation, Blues Brothers, all that stuff. Home Alone, even you know. But starring, you just said my top three, and I probably would jostle them around there. But I don't know because love planes, planes, trains is probably his like greatest, like his most his best performance. Yeah, because it was like. This like really like it was a very deep character, deep character, and then as far as Dark Horse goes, I mean, because then you got I just realized like then you got only the Lonely, which I think is the yeah, most underrated. I, I think that's like a, a pure a period underrated movie. Yeah, definitely. That's really good. I mean, because with Ali Sheedy, yes, was the yeah, yeah, that's really good. It's real good. Yeah, but I even like even everything. like like Canadian Bacon. Yeah, and uh, what's the Canadian bacon is great. Canadian bacon is like nuts. It makes me wonder, like, I wish, like, it almost is like I'm like Michael Moore. You should stop making documentaries because, like, Canadian bacon was awesome. Yeah, it was really, really good. Like, I, I, I mean, I, I, it bombed, which is why he hasn't made another scripted movie, but. I think he showed that he could make a scripted movie because it's great. Yeah. It's still like kind of political, but not is, in like, but, but, but not in like goofy. that super preachy Michael Moore way. Right. More in like a goofy, like how crazy is this scenario? Yeah, it's like palatable because yeah. it's a comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, all right. And I mean, I get it because that's what he was trying to go for. And you think he did a great job just on the greater world at large. It failed miserably. Yeah. Although, um, as Crack pointed out, um, Wagon's East does not hold up at all because I, they they like they had to cut up that pretty, movie. It's, it's pretty a, chopped it's up. Pretty but terrible. It has its moments. It's not good. It has its moments. Richard Lewis is kind of funny. Richard Lewis is funny. When John Candy is on, it's pretty good. It's just sad because like he died making that movie, yeah. and then they like. Because it's one of those movies, like, there's a great Cracked article about, like, movies that were made, like, after the screen, like, yeah. where it's, like, like sometimes they have some footage, and then sometimes there's Canadian bacon where, like, they basically lied to the studio. Like, yeah, this is almost done. If by almost done, you mean, like, 30% done. Yeah. And, like, wanted to finish the movie. all these, like, cutaway shots. And especially, like, some of the other ones, like, you know, you got your Game of Deaths and, like, your other things that are, like, pretty absurd. But Canadian Bacon, like, I watched some of the scenes again where they, like... They basically use the same scene. They just change the background with like a green, <laughs> and it's the same exact scene. And you're like, "How? What? Like, who thought this was a good idea?" But it's better than not having it. I That's think. That's true. Um, but anyway, I love John Candy. Also, I think another one that he did a really good job in, which probably doesn't get recognized as much, is um, the Jamaican bobsled, bobsled team. What oh yeah, 
Cool Runnings. Cool Runnings. Great. Yeah, yeah. Really good in that too. It's you know it's sort of a lesser to me, but it's still really. What about good. Volunteers? Volunteers is okay. It's just okay. I it's agree. Just, summer I, Rental. Summer Rental's good, but it's not. It's not. It's not the best. Matthew just watched Volunteers last night. He said. It is a weird movie. Tom also, Hanks, when he was Rita comedies, Wilson is not that great. Yeah, it's it's very hit and miss. It's yeah, it's okay. Like there's a reason I think why Rita Wilson's not in a whole lot of movies. I think she's good later. That movie though, I don't know what they're going for. I don't know. You said that before you. Said what before you? What are you talking about? Oh, he said he watched Volunteers oh. before you said talked about Volunteers. Yes. Mm. All right. Well, thank you, Mark, for writing. Now we've got an. This is big. We got a celebrity, couple celebrities, celebrities writing in. It's our first celebrity write-in. Yeah, that's good. Meryl Streep and Mark Ruffalo. They both they got together and wrote this letter. Apparently, hey Phil, this is both Meryl Streep (laughs) and Mark Ruffalo. We've both been listening to the show since episode number one eleven, which I think was the first that when I, Streep tirade. Maybe, maybe I might have said it earlier than that. I don't know, but and we're very sad that you hate us tons. <laughs> we were going to offer you both roles in the third Avengers movie and the Devil Wears Prada two Electric Boogaloo, but now we're offering these roles to the guys at Shut Up Leonard because they like that Community show. I like Community too. Hashtag eating up all the hot cookies. <laughs> all right. Meryl and Mark. I'm sorry, Meryl So did you hear Mark. that, Andrew Lindy? You get to be in yeah. the third Avengers movie. And the second Devil Wears Prada. Because Meryl Streep and Mark Ruffalo <laughs> right into our show. <laughs> well, thanks for writing, Meryl and Mark. Yeah. It's good to hear from Eminem. you. Eminem. Eminem. Yeah. Yeah. I like Eminems. Okay. <laughs> That's a good start. Good. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll repair this relationship. I'll play the Emily Row in the Prada sequel. <laughs> Andrew Lindy writes. All right. Denver and TLD. And TLD. I cut that out on accident. Oh, that's all right. My brother has hooked his VCR to the PlayStation and is now taping stuff from Netflix. <laughs> what? Tell your brother. I think he's cool. I guess if, if you're like worried that stuff is going to leave Netflix, go away. Well, we were, I don't know if I talked about this on the show. Did I tell you this? What's that? The first generation Roku, you can download Netflix movies with it. Really? And that quickly. That's probably. Uh, I, yeah, they quickly got in. Got the, on yeah. top of that. Yeah. Because yeah, you could save. You could basically use it to DVR Netflix, Netflix. movies. I mean, I get it because it does go away. Yeah. It's probably a. Uh, you know, on a VHS, yeah, but then you got these VHS tapes. That's okay, that's how it was when we grew up. I know, that's I know. How I live. But now, like, go, you can't go back. You cannot go back I to go VHS back. tape. I just remember we were in the trailer with Matthew. Remember, <laughs> we were watching Die Hard, and I'm like, this is terrible. Like tracking, yeah. Like, oh, it's a part of our history. I love. I it. I know, and it's why we moved on. No, it's something comforting about that. Little bent part on the top of no. the TV, and occasionally having fuzz go Hate across. It. Sometimes having the sound like little warble in your favorite parts. Yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> you know the train part, the train crash on the fugitive on my tape is like <laughs> totally burned out at this point. I went through two copies of Ghostbusters and like three copies of Batman '89. Yeah. By the time I like graduated high don't school, don't you think the next generation should have those experiences? No, they don't. They otherwise they won't appreciate what they have. Well, then you should go like that's like us saying like. 
That's like, 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 we don't go back to like wax cylinders. Well, I'm listening to vinyl records. Yeah, but you're not gonna go all the way back. Well, that's, if those were available, I would. Why? If there was a store that sold wax cylinders with like bands I liked, I would buy those in that's a heartbeat. That's so stupid. In a heartbeat. That's stupid. I would, I would that's be the all over that. stupidest thing I've ever I would heard. Be all over you're that. You're so full of crap right I'm now. I'm not, cause I buy cassette tapes. I buy vinyl records. You're an amalgamation. <laughs> no, you're an outlier. You're looking know. for a, a anomaly. Anomaly, yeah. Amalgamation. You said of, I'm an amalgamation. You're an amalgamation <laughs> of everything bad. That's what you are. No, classic. Everything classic. There's okay. a difference. Bad. All right. So you're a hoarder. That's well. That's true. <clears throat> I'm getting rid of all my stuff, man. All? Get everything. Everything? Maybe not everything, but a lot. I've been getting rid of a lot. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, uh, Denver, for updating us on your brother's interesting habits. <laughs> see artists. All right, Mark Ariano. This was on our Brito Brindo group, but yes, I figured we'd say. put it out here. Got a Nostalgia Detectives case Halloween edition. Yes. Been gathering my thoughts about this for a while. Hopefully, it, hope, hope, hopefully, Man, hopefully, we- it's enough to solve. That's me screwing up. How, yes. Mark? Um, I did have to correct Meryl Streep's spelling of her first name. I think maybe she was a little tipsy. She probably was. Um, it's but, pretty drink for celebrities yeah, to send out tipsy emails. Um, it was like Merle. Yeah. And I was like, wait, at first I'm looking at like Merle What? <laughs> so I had to fix that. Yeah. Well, so Meryl, you might want to pay attention next time. She's an actress, not a, not a writer. Look up your IMDb page. It shows you how to spell your name correctly. Wikipedia works for that. All you got to do is type it into Google, Meryl. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> all right. Um, so here's Mark's okay. Here's his nostalgic case. Here's, here's the facts. The facts are these. Just the facts, ma'am. Came from the mid to late '90s television. Believe it's a Halloween episode. If not, at least centered close to it. Possibly a procedural drama. Okay. The scene I remember the most is a mentally disabled black man. Pushing his wheelchair-bound father into an emergency room. The father had a large butcher knife sticking out of the top of his head. The nurses working believed this to be a Halloween costume despite the crying son. Rest of the episode, I think, dealt with figuring out if the son had done the blow with the butcher knife to his father. Let's get this solved. Sounds so crazy, but I remember this to be true. Now, Mario quickly responded in the group that this was an ER episode and it was actually an ice pick. Yeah. And after doing just some light research, I think I'm going to have to go right now. Preliminary. This is preliminary. I'm going to do a little bit more digging and we can see if our audience has any Any suggestions here. But I'm going to go with ER episode. ER makes the most sense based on the time and just the ridiculous nature of it. Because they had a lot of stuff. But I know we don't have this. We have to work on it. We didn't have time to do it before the episode. But if any listeners well, have Mario any found there, the ER episode with the ice pick, with the ice pick. But it sounds to me though. So let's hear from uh, let's hear from Mark because it sounds to me like he specifically he remembers. Said it could be an ice pick. He said it. He could. said, but but she thought it was a trick. If she thought it was a joke one, which well, she, ice pick could be the same. We'll have to look. We'll have to be. find that episode. Isn't ER on Netflix? Probably. I think because Derek, Derek was watching it, so yeah. I think it's on something. Well, we can find. No, it. he bought the he bought the DVDs, so it's not. Oh, okay. Maybe it might it's have on been Hulu. At some it point. might be on Hulu. Could be. I don't know if Derek has Hulu. 
All right. Well, well, if if listeners, but I mean, have we me can YouTube. Yeah, we can yeah, look yeah. up stuff. We'll find it. We'll find it. Pretty good. Pretty most of my. I'm a good nostalgia detective because we know how to search yeah. well and crowdsourcing. That's important. We found Matthew's nostalgia detective because yeah. we used Google correctly. That's right. But that's part of why we have the nostalgia detectives in the first place. It's getting hot in here. You know where else it's hot? It's hot on Stitcher. That is. It's hot to listen to podcasts. And I'm going to read them fast tonight. Some of the Benview podcasts you can listen to on Stitcher are Benson's Boombox, Benview on Spielberg, Comic Nerds Unite, Dinner Party Small Talk, Extra Damage, Flagging the Dragons, Friday Night Film Fights, Grissom on the Run, MBWS, Midnight Marinara, Nerds Eye View, Pick Your Path, Picture Start, Pillage Cast, Popsicle, Shut Up Leonard, and Star Wars Nerds Unite. Boom. Those are some of the many episodes or things you can listen to. Go to RadioBrendo.com. Click the Stitcher link. Be sure to thumbs up the episodes. And use the code BrendoMan if you haven't signed up for an account yet. Matthew just sent us a Facebook message. Let me get it on here. I'll get it on here while you... Send it to me or to the group, to the page. I'll get it on here while you do What if he sent it to me? He sent it to me. Bredno. Bredno. (laughs) Oh, I got to find Bredno's Facebook. Did you open the Bredno one yet? It's not going to be on yours. You don't have my Facebook... Low carb. Bredno. All right, what do we got here? One last, one last letter here. I told you, I told you guys that the McDonald's it was either biscuits or muffins. Yeah, it alternates. And Derek can't find any that have biscuits. That's what's going to happen in this world. Okay, speaking of that, while this is opening, what about Monopoly? There's no Monopoly this year. Whoa! There is no. It's supposed to be October. We're screwed. Well, either that or it'll be good for me for this year. Yeah, if they if Monopoly happened, would that be a good thing? Yeah, probably, but I love Monopoly. Okay, let's read this letter here. Letter for show. Hey, guys, thanks for your detective work. I think you have found my childhood memory. Crazy. Okay, nostalgia detective question number two. Ooh. I remember watching a movie or TV show where there was a plane where they swapped out replica dead bodies with the passengers on the plane. I think there were aliens involved, or maybe time travel, where they swapped out replica dead bodies, so they put replica dead bodies on... Kidnap the actual people, so like aliens, maybe? Sounds like Lost. Sounds like Lost, or or X-Files. Hmm, okay, we'll have to look into that one too. Wait, is that a movie or TV show? He said he he doesn't know. A movie or TV show. Okay, we'll have to look into that. Man, now I'm trying to think. That does kind of sound vaguely familiar. Sounds like Lost. Yeah, but that's not exactly what happened. They sunk a plane with... Oh, that's right. I forgot the later thing. Is it Lost, Matthew? Have you watched Lost? There was the episode like where they found out that they like sunk a fake plane. Oh, he says it's not that because he hasn't watched it. What era? Are you talking about from when you were a kid? Or are we talking about like recent? 90s. Okay, 90s. Hmm. All right. Oh, and then he's got his pen pal. Hey, Josh. Oh, because Josh hasn't actually yeah, sent Yeah, so he's one. writing his pen pal, Josh Anderson. Pen pal, Josh. It was cool catching up with you at the Legend of Zelda party. A question for you. What is the craziest thing you have ever done? Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Matt. What is the craziest thing you've ever done? Also on vacation. All these freaking Vecchios. what we do. Freaking vacation. Um, that's good. Josh, you should write back. 
Denver is writing back. We got everyone on their pen pals. It's good. Oh, the new Fargo started tonight. And I've got like eight hours of wrestling to watch. Yeah, it's far. I don't know to how I'm going to be able to do all this stuff. <laughs> all right. You know what you can do, though? What? You can start a website and host it on DreamHost. About all the TV shows yeah, that, that you never have time to watch. You can just put a list of shows that Shows I that you don't have time to watch.com. Yep. You guys can have that one. We haven't registered it yet. Well, go to DreamHost, and when you sign up, use the promo code RadioBrendoMan at checkout. You will save $50. $50. We just had one. Your yeah. dad. My dad did it. It came through? Yeah. Yeah. My dad's got a website. Yeah. He's doing, what is it? Adventure? Adventure. It's not Adventure Time. Adventure Tours? Adventure Tours? Something. I can't remember, but he's like going to do like trail guiding. Adventure Team. Adventure Team. Adventure Team Tours. He's going to do trail guide. He's know. a trail guide. Pillage, uh, no, not Pillage Castle. So safe, I'm reading the wrong Free thing. domain registration. You also got a free domain That's registration. Right. So you can get your adventure tours. Get, get Adventure Team going. I think Adventure Team is taken. AdventureTeamTours.com, that's it. Is there anything there? I don't know, let's look. Redirecting. Adventure Team Tours, Whoa. there you go. It's a beautiful overcast day in Big It's just like a placeholder at the moment, that's more it. or less. It's good. Categorized. Hikes. It's got got us. You're going to take, he's going to go on tours. Adventure Team Tours provides guided family adventure hikes in and around the Big Bear Valley and San Bernardino National Forest. There you go. Hikes. Oh, look, he's got a hundred acre woods. I've been there. It's a two hour adventure. Start to the Aspen Glen picnic area. Then Champion Lodgepole Tree. Also been there. Yeah, you've been on the hikes that your dad goes on? Yeah. (laughs) Have fun exploring. Learn about our local. So this is like Tony Vecchio. Yeah, that's his. He did this. He's got a website. Maybe with a little help from my brothers. Pretty cool. Yeah. So Go to adventureteamtours.com if you're going to be in the Big Bear area. There we right. go. There you go. There's a plug. He's paying for us for this, right? Yeah, that's right. Well, you got the thing. Tony, I want $5. We could, like, kick back, don't we? Well, we got 30 for that, well, but I want I want a per No, we told episode. everyone if they do it, we then we'll, give pick, them one. we'll plug their thing. Plug it once. Tony, if you want additional plugs... <laughs> I think we told him we plug it all the time. No. I don't know. Did not well, say that. Whatever it was, we'll, we'll plug it. Did not say that. We'll plug. We'll plug. You know what else I'm going to plug? Talk turkey. I'm going to plug Amazon Prime, free trial, 30 days. Go to our Amazon Prime trial thing on the website and get that. And if you don't want to do that or you already have Prime, then you can just go to the Amazon link before you go to Amazon. Go to RadioBrendo.com. Click the Amazon link. Then buy stuff. Such as, such as we got OM home unisex baby bodysuit mustard, mustard color. I'm assuming it's made of mustard. Mustard. It's actually a mustard suit. Mustard suit. <laughs> it comes in a bottle. <laughs> Shh, I can make a mustard suit too. That's just a way to sell mustard. Let's, All right. I'm gonna look at this thing real quick. I what it really see. is made of mustard? Yes. No, it's yeah, just, just colored little, mustard. It's a little onesie. It's a onesie. Someone have a baby, or are they going to a baby shower? Who knows? Maybe. Just gotta, you know, hypothesize. Oshkosh Bagash knit bodysuit for a baby. Another baby thing. Yep. Tangerine. So got a mustard. Mustard tangerine. Tangerine. Doesn't no mix. We got a BenQ 27 inch, one millisecond gaming monitor. This is our big ticket item oh, for nice. the month. 
This got us some cash. Some dough? Yeah. Eleven dollars. Nice. We got eleven dollars. That's good. That can buy us some more fake South African Facebook yeah. ads. Although I don't know if you saw, but there's some one of them, them actually. One of them likes some, likes some stuff. They're still sticking around. So I still feel like it's someone who's just like real guy, not not fake, not fake guy from ultimate real voter, real voter. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't think we're gonna do that again. I think we're gonna do it all the time just to get more fake South Africa ones. Coachella, the DVD. Is that a movie? I think it's a live DVD at Coachella. Coachella. Nope, Coachella the movie. I heard about that. Takes place in the desert. There's a bunch of. Stone kids wandering around the <laughs> desert. Yep. Stone rich kids with lots of money. And heat stroke. And heat stroke. <laughs> and how do they figure They figure out how to live? Sounds like a great movie. Also, it's got Radiohead in it. Oh, this is like from all six years. It's got a bunch oh, of performances. Best of. Best of. Nice. Except... Six years. This I think the festival is older now. So this was from older. It's from two thousand six. Well, there you go. So this is like, so this has like the year because I last time I went to Coachella was in two thousand. I can't believe it's been that long ago. Two thousand three. That was the Radiohead. Um, so that would be so that you're. What if you're on this? Look I don't the think you can see me in the crowd. <clears throat> window might be in it. Hundred thousand. You can see me passing out from heat stroke, <laughs> and you can see Jerry sitting on the ground. Was this like long hair year? I'm trying yep. to think. So look for a tall, long haired, red dude to about to pass out. out. Um, the, Big that was too, right. That was Radiohead. I don't know. This was in my. I was about to. No, I I cleaned everything up because I had taken my picture for my China cards. Oh, I had okay. had cleaned it all up okay. by then. Because this was spring 2003. That's right. Um, then you re got Oh, wait, no. I graduated in 04. This was spring of 04. It was 04. Okay. So, yeah. I, I Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So, yeah. Because it, it was the summer. It was right before I graduated. So, 2004. And um, it was Radiohead, Pixies. was One Night, Cure, and what were those other guys? Animals something. Hmm. I don't know. Hold on. It's going to really bug me. <laughs> All right. Um, Flaming never... Lips. Flaming Lips. They wore animal suits okay. and stuff. Okay. And Wayne Coyne got in a gigantic plastic ball and, like, jumped out on the audience. And oh, was, like, going cool. on like, pl- it was crazy. Because, like, there's, like, seriously, like, 100,000 people. So I was like, why not? And, oh, man, that was a great night because then we also, like, after the main thing... Then we saw Kraftwerk, and like that's one of the only times they played in America in like the last twenty years. Right. And I was freaking there, you got and it was it. crazy. They came out in like these robot suits, <laughs> and it was awesome. And I think Daft, no, didn't see Daft Punk then. I saw Daft Punk somewhere else, um, but yeah, it was cool. We got MP3 downloads. That's fun. Somebody's downloading some music. A party, I want, I'm Maybe guessing. a party or, a, like or for a, a classroom, perhaps. Something. We got Cha Cha Slide. That's when we think a party. Feliz Navidad. That's Christmas. Yeah, Christmas. It might be a Spanish class. Could be. Or could Hawaii be like, 5 And then we got the main title, Rebel Blockade Runner medley from, from Star, Star Wars. Wars. We got Splish Splash. I was taking a bath. Sweet Caroline. Little, uh, Brian Wilson there. And then Under the Sea. So it's kind of a theme. It's kind of like ocean. a beach theme. Except for Feliz Navidad. But like, Feliz Navidad, I want to take you to the beach. And they also like Star Wars at the beach. Yeah, it's like that. 
Feliz Navidad. I, I want to go to I'm the I'm super beach curious exactly like what is this. It might not all be the same person. It might not be. That's true. But Somebody, I want to know what kind of cool party they're having if it's that, if that's what it is. Got some baby shoes. Anti-slip. Yeah. You don't want to have those slips. You got Mega, Mega Blocks Hello Kitty Pool. Like a set? Mm-hmm. Or is it actually a pool? Oh, a set. It's like a little pool thing. Cool. It's like pool toys. Maybe? No. Oh, it unfolds into a Hello oh, Kitty nice. pool. It's like a little suitcase With thing. little Mega Blocks. All right. Someone buying a present or someone playing with it? Mm-hmm. It's ten bucks. All right. Good deal. And what do you build? Mono- oh, I missed one. Yeah, play that tune. Just a board game, I'm guessing, or some game. Yeah, yeah. board game. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Put your musical skills and knowledge to the test. Yeah. Includes oversized, durable electronic keyboard that you can stand on. Oh, look at that! Like a big one. That's like awesome. Big the movie, big. Wow. And then we got you build Monopoly, which I think I've seen. Oh, Andre Satterfer's niece. We got that there. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, you like build the board, and it's got like little like oh, structures. So you can, it's like so like settlers where you can change the board around every time. And there's different tracks. That's cool. So oh, and a thirty minute starter track, sixty minute classic track, and then a ninety minute pro track. So you can make it like the regular one. And then there's like a pro. And they got a hundred and twenty minute family fight track. <laughs> hundred twenty minute kill everybody. <laughs> they also have a you build mouse trap. You build Battleship. You build Connect Four. How does that work? I don't know. Let's look at this. It looks like Connect Four. Combines the family-friendly favorite of Connect Four with customizable you build bricks that create a unique huh. game experience. Start by building a grid. Oh, so you can like oh, it's like you I change see. you change the grid. Oh, so it's like Plinko. Oh, that's cool. Ooh, that's tricky. That's fun. It adds, like, random. But wait, this has only a two-star rating. What do people say? What's, like, what do people not like about it? I'm curious. What is it? What does a two, one-star review look like on... 52% one-star review. What do they say? What's wrong with it? Wait, I want to click one star. I want the one star. There, at the bottom. I wish there was not a run. This is a horrible, horrible game. No doubt the positive reviews are people from Hasbro to make up for all the negative ones. First, it takes over an hour to assemble, which isn't fun at all. This is my complaint about Mousetrap from the very beginning. We never played the actual game of Mousetrap. I know. Trap. You, you spent the, the whole trap. time building a stupid mousetrap. It's fun when you build it. Another reviewer said it would be more fun to put your head in the plastic bags <laughs> included. I tried, but they were too small. <laughs> it's pathetic in every way possible. They clearly cut costs everywhere possible. The instructions were skimped on so they wouldn't have to do them in multiple languages. So no words were included to help build the ridiculous setup with the Lego type pieces. The picture didn't help. You're better off copying from the box image and figuring it out. When you do play it, which you have to after spending all that frustrating time putting it together, it's just as bewildering. It could have been a decent concept, but it's so poorly executed I couldn't last a full game. When you do clear the board once all the pieces are played, guess how you remove them? One by one or the quick release method, dumping the whole game upside down. Need I say more? Well, I will. Don't waste your time and money. <laughs> Not so good. Not as funny as, as I expected. If you like Lego and Connect 4, buy some Lego and a Connect 4 game. <laughs> Took a long time to put it together, and the little checkers kept falling out and getting stuck. It just sounds like not worth the effort. A waste of money to buy and a bigger waste of time to put together. Huh. As- this one, Assemble. It had far too many extra small parts. Easy to lose. 
See, okay. First it says far too many extra small parts. Then it says no, no extra, extra parts. parts. One last part, game over. Which one is it, CK? <laughs> I call shenanigans. Maybe it's saying extra small. Oh, oh, extra small. And then you lose them, and then there's no extra parts. Probably just should have used a different word there. Do not buy this game. So, so, but I'm wondering, I mean, it almost sounds like these people just don't want to build something. Which, when you buy a game called, called You, you build, build, that kind of seems like not... So here's like a five-star review. Say, this is two great toys in one. The negative review is complaining about the building aspect of the toy rather than how it actually functions. I think the building aspects and the bumper aspect is what makes this Connect 4 so special. Because, yeah, it turns so it into... It's called You Build. So I guess it comes down to, do you want to build something... Or not. It involves more strategy because the players have to adjust the bumpers in order to strategically block and place their chips. Huh. All right. So I'm, I think it sounds like something would be fun. You have to have a lot of patience to set up this game. I see, even though I understand this is a you build game, but my boys were excited to play and it took over an hour to put it together. It's, it's in the title, you build. It seems silly that people are complaining about the fact that they have it to build it. It says building it was not fun. It's not like Legos. In what way? That's, that's confusing. Oh, anyway, we probably spent too much time on this. It is fun. I didn't even know about this whole line. I don't know. See, because I, I want to try it. I think it sounds cool. See, you build mousetrap makes sense, although it looks like it kind of ruins some of the intricacies of the mousetrap. Like, it definitely doesn't look it as doesn't elaborate. Look like it works the same way. That looks like bullcrap to know. me. What is that one rated? See, that it's one's got three and, and a half, half stars, but there are a lot of one but stars. But it doesn't look like it's not as cool as the old one. I don't know. You can you build all kinds of different stuff. You can change it around. Yeah, but it doesn't look as fun. There's not like the little man into the pan and well, you, you, the, the all the Rube Rube Goldberg, Goldberg thing, yeah. stuff is like gone. I don't like that. I like original. Original still going, baby. Still there. Still there. Still exactly the same. And if you lose one of those things, you're screwed, which is what happened to us. Or if something breaks. We lost, like, we lost the metal ball. So, like, it was over. (laughs) And I think I lost, well, like, I remember after we lost it, I had the man, the diving man, like, on my shelf for a long time. Because we (laughs) lost that. I think we lost, we broke the boot or something. I think we broke this little piece. Like, that whole, it was very fragile. Lamp thing. Um, but man, I had good, some good times. But yeah. Playing the whole game so you built the trap, like, that took yeah. forever. I think and maybe I've played it All once you wanted was to played. build that stupid... Yeah, that's what you got it for. It's pretty awesome. Uh, yeah, I think, I know we definitely lost one of the big, like, metal balls. Either that big one that went in the tub, or the smaller one. Because the big one flipped the guy. Yeah, you have to have that. Although you could, like, kind of fudge it, I guess, maybe. Not really. All right. All right. That is our Amazon this week. Speaking of games, we uh, played another round of Lego Heroica this week. Yeah. After school one day, we got, the like, the big set finally and put that together. It was really, really fun, so. But now can you, like, take all the sets and build yeah, them? Yeah, we've already done it. We've combined them and all, because you can, mm-hmm. like, rebuild it every single time you play. It's totally different. It's really cool. So we need to do it. But thank you guys for buying stuff on Amazon. Yep. It's already past my bedtime. Appreciate it. We're gonna, we're gonna fly through the end Facebook here. Facebook group. 
Go check out our Facebook Join group. It. Go to RadioBrendo.com to get links to our Facebook group and our subreddit. Talked about Kickstarter already. Somebody commented on the Facebook. They said, vote up on, on the Reddit. Somebody finally commented again. Yeah. And they said, vote all the Radio Brendo Man links. Yes. Yes. Do it. So you got to talk about Kickstarter. Kickstarter. And don't forget our Clicker Heroes clan. Chris Cavins joined up this week. Nice. So we only have 10 slots. Let's see where we're at here. How many do you have in your thing? We have 10 slots total, so we only have five left. Ooh. So we got Kermit, me, Cavins, I don't know who Scooter Booty is, and then Mark. All right. So you, if you Kermit want is in. at 2602. That's his highest zone. That's really high. Yeah, because you're only at 899. 899 is my highest. Wow. I don't know. Kermit's on it. Yeah. I'm going to get a little ruby right now. <laughs> All right. So that's what's going on. Radio Brendo Man. Radio space Brendo Man. Capital R, capital B in Brendo, capital M in man. But Brendo Man is all one word. Right. Radio space Brendo Man. See, that's something I fixed on the 7-inch design since you looked at it. It's I didn't have the M capitalized. Mm. So I'm going through, you know, I went through and proofread and fine-tuned everything, spacing everything. It takes a while. Because it has, Brendo Man has kind of evolved because at first it was Brendo Spaceman. Right. Because based off the original Bono shirt. Right. And then I combined them and. It was then, lowercase m no, for a long time. No, it was time, not was lowercase it? m. It's never, never been lowercase m. Okay. But I just, I don't know, it's just the way it's been. That's alright. Well, I'm, that's what I'm trying well, to do. Well, because BrendoMan.com, it's like undercase. It's right. lowercase. Right. The whole thing is lowercase. Right. Even in the logo. But the proper, if you look at my name on BrendoMan.com, when it says posted by, it's always been. Brendo, capital M. And on the Kevin Smith message board, actually on the Kevin Smith message board, it was Brendo Spaceman, and I could never, I didn't change you it. Change on the, it I'm talking about on the original board. Right. I think I changed it to all one word, but capital M, like when we did the new board in like 04, but from like 1999 when I first signed up, until like 2002 when the old board went away. Brendo Spaceman. No, wait, it was there till 04, so till 04. Huh. Brendo Spaceman. Well, it's, it's right on there now, so that's good. Because I never registered for an account when I was in high school because I was too scared. Because <laughs> I saw how they, because you, you could get it's flamed intense, to pieces. Right? <laughs> I, got, I got made fun of the first time I posted. It's like uh, it's like initiation. I guess. <laughs> you could handle it, and you were good. All right, well, All right. I talked about Julian, so jump down to your Sleeping stuff there. on the there. floor and Julian. Brendo stuff to mention. We need like a song. Brendo stuff to mention. Brendo, <laughs> why don't you mention some stuff? <laughs> okay. Yeah. I went to Not Scary Farm. It was yeah. It was so hot. Oh man! Even at night, right? It it it, it, it was like eleven o'clock, and I look at my phone, and it's ninety three degrees <laughs> at eleven o'clock, and I'm like, "Hey, remember when we wore sweatshirts and it was cold when we'd be at Scary Farm? <laughs> like anymore. what? Is, and then like when you're, I swear, in one of the houses, because some of them they're like there's air conditioning, but some of them, I swear, we went in one, it had to have been like a hundred degrees in that haunted house. That's the scary part, just the and hot all the house. monsters just kind of like. Ah. <laughs> It's like, ah, like some of them you could tell were just like, just very not comfortable. Cause <laughs> I they, imagine. Because they're covered in stuff. Yeah, and I'm just like, it's okay. It's okay. Sorry, <laughs> like, guys. But there were some, some really good ones this year. I heard there was um, monsters on some of the rides again? Well, there was monsters on the mine train again. Okay. Not as many as like the old times, 
but they were spaced out enough that like it, they got some really good scares. That's good. Like our whole train yelled out really loud at like one of the last ones. Because here's weird. Here's what's weird. Knots always used to be at the forefront. Now, two of the best things they did this year where it's copying Universal stuff. Okay. Because they had this one maze voodoo where it was like the it was like New Orleans. They had it last year, but they improved it this year. They made it way bigger. Okay. Because last year it was like way too short. It was a good maze, but it was way too short. This year they made it like twice the size, and it's like you're out in the bayou and like going through like the old mansions and all huh. this other stuff. And they use the universal style scare where there's fewer of them, but you have no idea it's coming. Like you'll be going around and then like this guy will pop out, but when they pop out, it's like a really loud noise and like a flashing light and they come out of nowhere. Not like normal haunt scares. They're kind of like placed in strategic places, but they, you know, when you go around that corner, you can kind of, you kind of can see them coming. Not really, but like, Way because Universal like it's totally like you don't know and they all they'll even do the the Universal technique that's very common that they also did in the Bayou Maze again they stole it from Universal not saying it's bad because it's still cool um is the distraction so they'll have like something to catch your attention like either like an actor doing something or something where you think the scare is over here and then they have the really loud real it's scare and like they do the bait <clears throat> they they catch your attention like look over here bah. <laughs> Like so, they were doing that. So I'm like, that's it's kind of interesting that like they they're they're that Universal caught up that much. Where now Knotts is copying them because Knotts was the innovator for years, like four years. The Shakers that came from Knotts, yeah. like that's a Knotts thing. The Sliders, Knotts started that. Like all that stuff, like came from Knotts. Did and, they have monsters on the log ride? Um, no. Oh, okay. Which is unfortunate because like it's it's because the log ride used to be so good because because of the nature of it they could time it like perfectly like it, they didn't even have to think about it they just knew exactly when to pop out because you could just time you it by, when the log and by. and there were parts like when it's slow it's not as but, like when you're going on that like the fast parts and you have no idea when something's gonna scare you it got to a point where I'd be sitting there with my ears covered <laughs> just like. Ah! Make it stop! Because <laughs> like, they can go down like below the yeah. Track there oh and yeah, pop they out. pop up. The craziest one that was always that would always get me is at some point when it goes outside and there was like a platform underneath. There was a guy under the flume and he had a freaking chainsaw. <laughs> he just come out with a chainsaw. No and, more, huh? Like so, they haven't brought that back. But it was cool having him back on the mine train. That's good. And uh, and then there was one haunted house. Another new haunted house that was cool was um, there was a uh, it was like a it was like a ghost hunters kind of thing where they're like all right there's this abandoned sanitarium we're gonna do our ghost hunters show so they had this whole kind of elaborate intro thing uh-huh. where you walk in and it's like one dude is there with you there's like an actor and then he's like talking to a dude on a TV that's like set up in the sanitarium he's like all right we're gonna generate all this electricity to like get the spirits going and then he does it and like overloads and then like in the room that you're in like they use some like new special effects or something it actually looked like the effects they use in the trap maze where like I told you in the Bloody Mary part where she like materializes right, right. they kind of use that effect where like these spirits just start materializing on like, these screens and it looks really cool and all this stuff's moving around and then they immediately like like they're just like go 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 and like four different like entrances open up and they split everybody up. Huh. 
And so I got split up from everybody, and I was like, ah! <laughs> and then, like, and they're like, like, run! Like, this, cause, like, there's just chaos happens. <laughs> and there's, like, ghosts, and, and, like, and, and then, like, the inmates get possessed. So it was, like, these demon inmates, and, like, just all this crazy stuff, and it was pretty nuts. That sounds and there's cool. just this feeling of, like, just urgency to it. And again, I'm separated from my group, so I'm just like, ah! <laughs> and, and so it was kind of nuts. It was really nuts. Right, and, it's a good year. Um, the one bad thing was they really need to start capping the attendance again, which yeah. like they used to, because um, it's pretty clear that they're just letting in as many people as possible so they can sell those Fright Lane front of the line passes. Oh yeah, because they push those hard, and I'm like, because like there were some long lines. So did you go really on rides, nice. too, or just no. did the mazes? No, we just did the mazes, and we barely did it all. We got there when it opened, and in order to do everything, we had to stay till it closed. Wow. Because there were some... Usually, if we just do the mazes, like, we are done by, like... But it was so crowded, and it was hot, and <laughs> that kind of... Yeah. But um, it was fine. There's still that dumb laser tag thing that takes over all of Camp Snoopy, which used to be the best scare yeah, zone. Yeah, a lot of good stuff there. Well, now it's this laser tag thing that this year they had said they made it better. Because last year we tried to do it and they run out of – they basically give you – you go there and they give you fast passes, except they ran out before we even got over there. And then this year the same thing happened. They, they said they were gone in 10 minutes. I'm like – so you only have like a small percentage. You have this huge chunk of the park. And only a few people, only a few can, people go. can do, and it and then it makes the rest of the area even more crowded. So they really need to get rid of that. Yeah. It, I still haven't gotten to do it, and the later tag things of all. I think there's somebody at Hunt because they've been trying to get the laser tag maze thing going for years, <laughs> and they're always dumb. And I feel like. This one, I feel like I, if it might be cool for all I know, but I've we. If no one gets to do it, yeah. They said they ran. They the park opened at seven, and they ran out at seven ten. We wouldn't even have made it over there. And Derek says he solved his plug-in issue, like the smell things, the plug-ins. Plug Take that your microphone because I don't believe you because your microphone still sounded like crap. Yeah, we were talking about before the show. You need to buy a. Just a rock band mic. A used five one. Bucks. Five bucks. Go to GameStop. Oh, getting into the room. What? Plug me getting into the room. There was trouble last time. I don't know. Oh, getting into the room, like the chat room right now? Oh, okay. Plug in issue. Ah, uh, okay. Oh, there you I go. was like, I'm sorry. Plug in. There you go. Well, good. Oh, that's right, because okay. he had an issue. That's right. Congratulations, uh, you're here. Um, we did, also the Elvira show was particularly bad this year. Really? It's always pretty bad. This year, like, she wasn't even clever about just like a million, like, look at my boobs. Cause that's how it always is. But right, like this right. year, it wasn't even like trying to be clever. It was just like, look at my boobs. It also, boobs? it should have been. And also like, I just feel bad cause like, she's, it's like, she's 64 years old. Hey, she's doing it. I know, but it's like, it's real sad. <laughs> it's not even funny anymore. Like, it's not funny. It used to be funny. I don't know. I, I mean, I haven't seen it now, but, it's, you know, it was a thing. It's, it's, it's not, and like, I mean, the only good things, there, last year there was more sideshow guys, which, and this year there wasn't as many sideshow guys. 
and like there was a sword swallower. Yeah. That guy was gone. Okay. All they had this year was the like acrobat girl that does like the ropes and stuff and the hoop and but the lizard guy. That guy's gone. None of oh. that stuff. And so whereas freaking Universal's got Jabberwockies. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I'm pumped. We saw them. Where did we see them? Vegas. It's in Vegas. Yeah. But it wasn't like a full thing. Yeah. It's not like a special. Well, this is probably going to be the same kind yeah. of deal. So that's cool. Um, so when are you going to that? Um, Sunday. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. You're talking about that. Before, Sunday. after we have our special guest on, uh, oh, yeah. on Sunday morning. We got a special guest on Radio Brenda yeah. coming up. It's going to be good. It's going to be exciting. So, Derek says Hollywood Boulevard has bootleg <laughs> Jabberwocky. Now, I bet. <laughs> they're, always, they're always on the trends there. So, um, but yeah, and El- like Elvira, like, tried, she tried to, like, improv jokes and, like, she could barely, she fumbled. No. Like, bad. I'm like, oh, come on. Like, you should have the, first of all, you're doing two shows a night. Like, you shouldn't be fumbling around. <laughs> she, like, she, she, it wasn't like she was getting heckled, but she had a hard time if the audience, like, yelled stuff. Like, and, like, it just, like, threw her off, like, big time. Wow. And I'm like, come on. Um, so, yeah, there was the, there was the acrobat girl, but she was okay. And, um, and then a lot of just dancing to dubstep. Way too much dubstep. <laughs> That's not exactly what I think of when I think of Elvira. Yeah, well, it was like the in between when Elvira would go off stage, and normally that's when they have the sideshow guys. They had right. the sides. They had this awesome sword swallower last year, huh. and like, and yeah, he wasn't there, and it was just like weird dubstep what dancing, are people yelling like stuff about. Well, like when she's telling her jokes, and they'd be like Donald Trump, like she's like oh, this dumb and like <laughs> boobs. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love you, Elvira. I thought it was just stuff like, you stole your act from Vampira. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nobody knows who that is, so. Come on. Some people. Everyone saw Ed Wood, right? Yes. Because yeah. it was a highly successful it movie. It totally was, right? Sold a ton of well, tickets. Well, everyone's seen Plan 9, though. No. This is not like as popular as I think it is. I don't think so. Everyone's seen. Plan Everybody Nine, knows right? about it, but how many people have actually watched it? I've watched it like I know. more times than I can. I know count. that, but most people don't. I don't know. That'd be an Derek. Did you actually watch Plan Nine from I Outer bet Space? You Derek has. He oh, says no. He's never even Derek has. Oh my watched gosh! It. You can watch it for free. Andres, have you watched Plan Nine? Are you are you listening? I'm curious. Just we'll informal survey. Back. Informal survey of who's in the chat right now. See? What? I told you. What? This is crazy. I thought everyone had seen that. No. Oh my gosh. It's just we need something to do some people kind of like a, to talk about. But is it nobody, on Netflix? It's for free on right. YouTube. It's this is our this is our public we used to domain. do Netflix assignments. We haven't done that in a long, long time. But this week It might we, be on Netflix. It might be on Netflix if not. I it's guarantee on you it's on YouTube. This this is yeah, but Plan Jerry nine. had seen it because he saw it all the time. Plan 9 from Outer Space. Watch it. It's fantastic. It's terrible. It's all the wonderful that you imagine it might be. It's Ed Wood at its finest. Man, I can't believe that. I really thought everyone had seen that. I thought that was just like something everyone did. No, most people were weird. You've seen it, though. Of course. When did you see it first? Like like in like, like high school. Okay. So I have a crazy story. Or like maybe story. even before like that. Who, who showed it to you? I was probably on KCOP or something. Okay, here's how I found it. I was babysitting, and I was like in eighth grade, and I babysat for these kids. Maybe maybe it was freshman year. I don't know. Somewhere right in there. 
and I was babysitting for these kids, and the dad had this like crazy B movie collection, and mm-hmm. I was super stoked on it because I love weird movies. And I was talking to him about it, and he's like, well, I got Plan 9. I'm like, what's that? And he's like, you've never seen Plan 9? He's like, after the kids go to bed, you watch this. And I did it, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. And I was, like, hooked. And it was a VHS tape, but it had, like, a little, like, special features. You know, they would do that Mm -hmm. sometimes, like, at the end, and talked a little bit about Ed Wood, and I was, like, hooked from then on. So I'm pretty sure if I – it was either – KTTY or whatever that channel was, that like Channel 13, yeah, old stuff. that showed that and like Freddy's Nightmares and all that stuff. I don't know. I just remember watching stuff late at night there or Joe Bob Briggs on yeah. TBS. He showed lots of stuff because that's definitely – we talked with um, Greg Proust about Night of the Lepus. Yeah. Because I saw that on TBS at least five or six times. Those late night like terrible old movies. Well, his like so trailer good. park, whatever yeah. Joe Bob Briggs thing was. But then, like, we, there was a guy on, I know it was Channel 13, and, and like, and then there was Channel UHF 69, Channel 69. Um, U62 is on. We had in San Diego, it was Channel 69, and they showed, like, all kinds of, like, cause, like, yeah, my parents would be gone somewhere, and it would be like, oh, time to, let's, let's watch stuff we're not supposed to watch. (laughs) And it would always, always bad horror movies, or like, Bad, dumb. Another one I remember that I did watch on, like, one of the, again, one of those UHF stations was them, the one with the giant ants. Yeah. Remember that one? And then another one that was, like, I think it was some kind of aliens, and it was their, the whole thing is they found out they were, like, vulnerable to water. Mm hmm. Anyway, I love that one because there's a quote and I stole it and put it on a bunch of, like, mixtapes. Yeah. And the quote was, we hunt and we search for all our life, and all along the answer is right in front of us, and it was water. And then Shyamalan's like, I'm going to steal that. <laughs> Actually, it was seawater, though, in this one. Mm. So, you know, different. That's even more That's stupid. even worse, right? <laughs> so, yeah. Um, anyway, we should uh, we should move on. And I'm Monster curious. Vision is the... Monster the Vision? Joe Bob Briggs. Yeah, 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 yeah. He also did a lot of stuff on, like, televangelists. Yes. I love that stuff, too. Um, you should tell me about getting gray hairs I here. found gray hairs in my beard. Yeah. You just I, found them? Yeah, I know. There's lots. Isn't yeah. I, they've been there I for a little been, bit, but... I haven't really been paying it. I don't look at myself in the mirror too much. <laughs> and the other day, I was, like, I don't know. I was, like, at work, and I was just, like, doing the whole, like, Ugh. And then I'm, like, whoa. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I've had some gray in there. I pluck them. Eh. I still have... I mean, I just trimmed There's it today. too many. But I, I, I'm hairy enough I can get away with it for now. But I pluck them. I refuse to admit. I'm over it already. Yeah. At some point I was just Josh pointed out it just means we're becoming a wizard. <laughs> That's right. So when do your powers kick in? I'll How does find that work? Alright, let me know. I'll let you know. Yeah. But Josh's are pure white, so maybe that means he's a That's true. But he's like the good one. No, Wait, Saruman, Saruman is bad. white. Yeah. yeah. But then Gandalf, Gandalf the, the gray, White. But he started as Gandalf the Gray. So I'm Gandalf. I'm Brendo the Gray. Yeah. Okay. He's Josh the White, and that's Saruman, and he's bad. I think he, he probably claimed that. Old, Old man, man Creasy <laughs> down the street. <laughs> All right. Well, we should get to Book Corner here to get you to book bed. Book Corner. I read a bunch of books. Yeah, let's hear it. Finish the Martian. It was awesome. Yeah. It was really good. I. Read it in like two days, and it was made me laugh, made me cry. It was really good. It was a really good book. Nice. I haven't seen the movie yet. 
Um, and then Jerry recommended this book to me. It was on that $2 sale as well. And I was like, which one of these should I get? And Jerry said I should get this book called Station Eleven. Okay. It's a, it's a post-apocalyptic book, but it all centers around the story of this. So the day, the night before the world ends, this actor guy dies on stage. Performing okay. King Larry. He's like this old actor. And then the, basically this flu happens and then like the whole world dies. But then the, the rest of the story all sent everybody have and the, the the all the rest of the characters that we follow through the apocalypse have this actor is like the one that connects everybody okay and it's all these interconnecting stories in the apocalypse it's really beautiful huh. and also really parts of it are intense parts of it are just really like powerful who's it by do you know um it's this girl she's really young okay and it was like her first or second book. I think she's written like a, just a couple books. Well, in this series really awesome. too, right? No, this is there's it's not. Well, what what about Station One through Ten? Those like were failures. Oh, so this is the first one that she wrote. Well, them. Station Eleven, it's actually a book within a book. Oh, really? And that's what Station Eleven comes from. Okay, it's a comic book called Station Eleven. Ooh, I'm curious, and it's now. a centerpiece of. The book of the post-apocalyptic story. Hmm. It's really good. It's all not right. your typical post-apocalyptic book. And all, but it also made me realize, like, we are pretty good here in Ukaipa in case stuff goes down. Yeah. We're away from where a lot of the bad stuff is gonna happen. Unless it's a big earthquake, in which case we're hosed. Well, then we're total, but then we'll die quicker because well, yeah. we're like right yeah, on. There's no like surviving. San Andreas goes and we are dead. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna be the, we're gonna be the people that just get sucked into the earth. Yeah. So, you know, that, that'll be over quick. It'll be quick. So if that's how it goes, then we're done. But Real if quick. it's like a zombie or something. Or not even a zombie, just some kind of thing where it's like city shut down and everybody's trying to get out of the city and then they get trapped on the road. Yeah. We're the, we're where they're headed. Yep. So we're, we're already here. <laughs> we're already here. Like, it's cool. Yeah. I'm good. We're good out here. And if this stuff really goes down, then we head out into your mountain land. Yeah. Plenty of room. Sure. <laughs> All right. We better roll through here to get you to bed. All right. And then I read the scariest book I've read in a long time. Okay. Um, so I, I went back and I, cause I'd bought all these books in a humble horror bundle like over a year ago and okay. I only read some of them. So I started reading the rest of them. And this one that I chose, it won the 1986 World Fantasy Award. It's called The Song of Kali. Um, it's about a guy who he, he's a, he's a editor at a literary magazine. He's a writer and he gets this assignment from Harper's to go to Calcutta with any, um, to get this manuscript from a poet that at the time was presumed dead. But okay. then this manuscript has been unearthed. There's rumors that he's alive. They don't know how that's possible. Well, you find out how, and it involves all these crazy Hindu cults and really creepy. And he brings his wife and kid, and that was a bad decision. <laughs> and he's in Calcutta, which in real life is like the like worst city in the world, like just like horrible overpopulation, pollution. Right. It's just bad. Oh, like, I read some reviews of this where people criticize it, that it's, like, just a, basically how horrible Calcutta is. And I'm like, yeah, but it's not like he's embellishing. Like, I've seen documentaries. I've, it's rough. It's pretty rough there. And there's some horrific scenes involving falling into eight-foot garbage, 
eight foot high garbage piles and Ugh. giant rats. But then Ugh. there's also some supernatural horror. And then um, if you're a parent of a child, just never read this book. <laughs> oh, I'll take that as that. Because uh, it not. is, it's horrifying. Some Something happens and it's just horror. Hor- it's the worst. It's, it's horrific. Ugh. If you're a parent, do not read this book. <laughs> just don't do it. It's horrific. All right. And then it's like it has kind of an optimistic ending at the end, but it's still – because it kind of – it also – like there's a lot of ponderings on just the nature of real evil and like evil in the world. Right. And like it's it's like that part – those parts are very powerful and I think that's what makes it such a good book. But it's also legitimately one of the most messed up – and I've – and I'm not – I'm no I'm no chicken. I'm no sprint. I've <laughs> – I've watched I've watched and read a lot of messed up things and this is really up there. Like <laughs> wow. and I never I mean this is horrible but I never ever want to go to India like ever. After reading that? Ever. <laughs> I like right now at this point like you could not pay me. Wow. All right. Maybe a million dollars. That's a strong recommendation. Maybe a million dollars. Million dollars. So if you don't have kids and you can handle it. And you're you not going to India anytime soon. Then you'd recommend it. Then I'd recommend it's it. A, it's a very specific recommendation. It, it, I'll just tell you this. Ugh. So Scared. today, no, I'm not going to say anything about the book. Oh, okay, okay. I'm going to say today I finished the book. And I don't know if it was because it was 93 to 95 degrees outside. I don't know. Maybe I ate something weird. But like I felt physically ill after <laughs> finishing this book. At work? Because I was just... It just jostled me. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's really good, though. So it's a great, great book. For a horror book, if you're it not, does... If you're not a parent, you don't... As long as you like horror and you don't mind being physically ill, it's I great was book. physically ill after reading <laughs> this book. I'm not anymore, but like, it messed okay. me up, man. Okay. But also, I was really... I don't know. I think I just... I ate a donut. Like, I ate, like, two donuts, like, as soon as I got to work. And, like, I don't know if that messed me up. But, like, and then also it was really hot. Yeah. And I was, I had to push this cart, like, all the way to the other side of the campus and then back for no reason. Oh, crap. I forgot to pick up that computer. Son of a bitch. Ah! Don't I forget just, to do it in the morning. Ah! I forgot to do right that. Right on your hand. Crap. <laughs> oh, no. That's the other thing that's stressful my job is there's always something. And then I always forget things and... I can't keep track. That's how much it's just always stuff, constant stuff. I get, the, I think I'm all like caught up, and then I go back, and there's like a giant freaking Mac thing under my. There's like four boxes under my bench, and I'm like crap, it just never ends. It's like huh. being on that. It it, rem, it reminds me. It's that's what's the stress. I think it's just that it's like you're on an assembly line, and it just doesn't stop. Right. And it's like. I remember being on that line at Scholastic and just like, I'm like, ah, you know, like the moment I like it try and then like it's like more and more and more and it's like backing up and then it's like, ah, oh, and then I get it all, I power through and just I'm like, oh, and then I look out and there's more and there's more and more and more and it never stops. You're a critical path. And then I'm like, am I just a hamster running in a wheel and it's pointless and everything sucks and it's pointless? Despite all this rage, you're still just a rat in a cage. Yes. All right. What else are you reading? Currently, I'm reading another book from that horror thing. It's called We Are All Completely Fine. So far, what I gathered is it's about a um, it's about these people. They're all in this uh, group therapy session, and it turns out it's all for 
victims. So, you know, like in horror movies, there's all just these horrific things happen. And you're like, I wonder what happened to that right. person that that stuff had. Like the survivors of all these crazy things. Like, for instance, the girl that survives Texas Chainsaw Massacre. What happened and like, to her? So this is a group. In this group, this group therapy session, it's all people that have survived. Like, one of them survived this serial killer guy that, like, did... um he, he he does scrimshaw on people's bones. Oh, God. And, like, while they're alive. And she survived that. Another dude, they find this this one of the dudes, he's, like, an old dude. And he's in a wheelchair. And he's missing two arms. And it turns out he survived this cannibal family. Ugh. And they were, like, eating him alive. And, but they're in this... So they're, it's like the recovery. So they're group in this for group for that, huh. and like, but something bad starts happening. Well, of course it does. And and then this other guy can like see monsters, that but only he can see them, but they're real. Huh. And then this other guy is like a dude that like kills monsters for a living. Wait, because he sees he sees monsters and no mm-hmm. one else sees them. Mm-hmm. The other guys have been a monster all along. Well, that's what they're right <laughs> now. He's saying right now he it's kind of makes it think that one of the girls in it is a monster. Okay. So you already... Sorry to guess it. <laughs> it's only 30% of the book done, so I don't know. I think there's another more twist. more to it than that, yeah. There's more to it. I think she's actually a good monster, and then there's actually way worse monsters, and there's something else going on. Hmm. All right. I don't know. I think the doctor's evil. That uh, could be. That's a good, like, horror trope, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, Stephen King wrote this book... Called the, he wrote a short story in Night Shift. It's one of the freakier stories in that, Night right? Shift called The Boogeyman. Except the movie that they made had nothing to do oh, okay. with his story. Okay. Um, so there was a Dollar Baby short movie on The Boogeyman that's actually really good. Hmm. Um, did Frank Bedarebont do that one? No, I don't think he did. He did the, anyways, he did the, he did the last rung on the ladder. Okay. Look it up. Last rung on the ladder. Frank Darabont. It's real good. Um, that's what got him everything. That's what started his career. Okay. Um, anyways, the story of the boogeyman, Doc, this guy goes to a psychologist, psychiatrist, because he thinks he's going crazy, because he thinks the boogeyman's real, and he's been, and he tells this story about when he was a kid, and the boogeyman got his sister or something, and it's a real person, but he thought he was safe, he's been running from him his whole life. And then the monster, the doctor takes off his human suit and it's the boogeyman. It's the boogeyman. <laughs> and he's like, I gotcha. Ah. Alright. But if that's how the boogeyman would operate. <laughs> that's, that's totally how he would. Anyways. He's still reading I, the rest is noise. Still, huh? Well, here's the thing. It could be any print. It's just cause I'm only on the bathroom. It's the only time I read it is okay. when I'm in the toilet. And it's a very limited time. Because when I'm at work on the toilet, I read on my phone. Right. When I'm here, I read on my ebook. So I just don't read print book right. as much. I don't think it has to do. Although for some reason, I can only handle like I tried <laughs> to like just start reading more of it, and I got I read like 20 pages, and I was like, I'm done with this for now. You can only handle so much. I understand. It's really Not all good books though. Read the same. That's kind of. I mean, well, do you want to say anything about it or move on? That's it. Well, that's kind of how I finally finished the um, Eugene Merman book, mm-hmm. and I did. I enjoyed it. It's funny, but it definitely you had to read it in small chunks. It wasn't like a just sit down and read, and because you know it's again, it's all. And actually, I forgot to put this on the movies too, but I watched his stand up um, thing on Netflix. Yeah, um, with the complain, vegan on the way to the complaint, which is really really funny. Yeah, um, but again, like if you imagine 
him just writing that, like just rambling and like weird, like you know, non sequiturs and stuff. That That's whole, how the whole book is. But that whole story, I'm like in a stand up about him putting that ad out that oh cost way awesome. for the parking ticket. For the, yeah. And then he put an ad in the town, like advertising paper. <laughs> yeah. It cost him way more because the ticket was like 15 bucks or something yeah. like that. Because yeah. he put an ad out for the whole year. Right. In their like local guide. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's pretty awesome. So he's funny. And it's a funny book. I enjoyed it. I also finished The Bell Bandit, which is the third one in the Lemonade series. Amazing, right? Oh, amazing. And I actually, I finished it, like, like Holy I read crap. the last couple chapters while the kids were in school, and I was sitting in the living room. I, like, pulled it out in the living room. Cry, Phil. I sobbed. Yeah. There were tears running yeah. down my cheek. It was amazing. Yeah. It is so good. That's why it was five stars on the Brenda yeah. scale. That, I mean, if you guys are reading along, hopefully you've already read this or, you know, you're going to. But, um, spoiler alert, if you haven't, like... The whole thing of the grandma, the grandma and just like, this, and the then, heaven, like, coming to grips with, like, that grandma doesn't know him yeah. anymore. And, like, what and does that mean? And then the stuff between Jesse and, um, the, the, the thing... Maxwell Smart. Jack, Jesse and Maxwell and their whole relationship. And then the whole thing with Maxwell. And I was like, whoa. And then there's a super intense moment with Jesse and some tough boys. Yeah, when they're torturing the frog. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. And then, like, her, like, standing up to them. And then Evan, like, their relationship is, is you there's know... a lot of... Just a lot oh of stuff gosh. going on. But then, like, at the... Like, again, spoiler alert, at the end when the grandma... Like, you know, says, I don't, I know, I know that I know you, I just, I can't always remember, and he realizes she does love him still, but she just, like, and coming to grips with that dementia, and like, I don't know, I just lost it. And when she, when she finally shows up at the bell, and they have the thing, oh, so good, so good, really, really well written. And it's funny, because I really enjoyed the Lemonade War, but I, like, I think it just is, like, ramped up, like, it's incredible. Dude. So, and now I'm reading the the Candy Smash, which is the magic third, the fourth one. Trap. Magic Trap is the last one. It's all we'll about the Magic Trap, man. But I'm 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 going through this one at a pretty good pace, and it's really really good. Also, it's good, right? So, and again, and so like gotta, her not like just seeing like the way that she and it's all different themes, and, so, yeah. and then it's all like this one is about poetry, right? Right. And like, but I love that like emotions. her brain can't like wrap around like she's very and like, also like. And, through this, your brother David has discovered some things about him. Yeah, like he's like we some of the things he like really like related to. Um, yeah, well, and then just like I love E.E. E. E. Cummings too, and I love yeah. that there's some uh, yeah some stuff of, of him in there. Oh my gosh! And um, have you seen? Has he written the poem about his grandma yet? No, you can cry all over. I, it. I will. I know it. Anyway, it's great, great, great books. Very excited about it. Still reading How to Eat Fried Worms with the kids. They love it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also started reading Otherwise Known as Sheila the Great. How is it? Uh, it's good. It's, it's fun, but I definitely think we made the right choice. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, obviously connected to Tales it's of the Fourth Grade. Girly. Mm, no. It's still like Judy Bloom. Okay. You know, I mean, it's, it definitely has more girl themes, but it's, it's, you know, two sisters. So it's no Are You There God? <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it's just a, imagine the world of Tales of a Fourth Grade Nothing, but it's sisters. Okay. Um, but, you know, like Peter's in it a little teeny tiny bit, mm-hmm. but just barely. So we made the right call. It's a mm-hmm. separate, just in he the makes same like universe. a cameo appearance. Yeah, like. Kind of like Ramona made a cameo appearance in like the Henry Huggins Henry, books. Exactly. And Beezus. Although there was a Henry and Beezus. There was. Which was the closest to a. But even still, that's primarily. Yeah. A Henry book. Yeah. 
So that's been really, really good. And we do have the Henry books. We, we do have them in the back yeah. pocket. Why? Well, that's. I mean, I think that's. I got to look at the thing. I don't remember what's coming up or where we're at even. We're gonna be on six is next. So how many Henry Huggins ones are there? Hmm. I don't know. We'll look. I think see. there is four. The last thing is I've been reading some of this with Luke. Uncle Brendo got Luke the Hyrule Historia. Yeah. So we've been looking through that, and it's super cool. He loves it. And, of course, I might enjoy it a little bit along with him. Um, and that makes me think of one last thing of going to, to SeaWorld. And again, we got to do trick-or-treating, and the kids wore their costumes there. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, we have cute kids and stuff, but those costumes in particular, Luke was Link and Audrey was Zelda. And they you didn't have a, all the things because we didn't have him bring a sword and yeah, shield to carry to around. To get a good response. Oh, my gosh. Like, some people had no idea. Some people were like, oh, it's Peter Pan or whatever. And they're like, no, it's Link and Zelda. But the people that did know, like, flipped out. In fact, a couple people, this one lady in particular at one of the candy stands was like, this is my favorite costume ever. She saw Audrey first, like Zelda. Mm-hmm. She's like, this is my favorite costume. I've never seen a, a kid in a costume like this. And they were like, oh, look at her brother. And then Luke walked over and she's like, oh my gosh. And she ran over and like hugged them. And then she, she was giving out Twizzlers at that station and she just loaded their whole bag <laughs> of handfuls of Twizzlers. She's like, this is the best costume I've ever seen. Thank you guys for coming by here. And then That's she awesome. handed out big handfuls of the adults and stuff. Like, it's pretty sweet. So yeah, we got a great response. Wait, adults get candy too? Yeah. Oh yeah. Why haven't I been to this? Oh dude, it's I mean good or bad I depending candy. on I, we had so I much. I haven't been candy. trick or treating in like forever. They give out because at first I was all bashful. Like, could they get one? Like, oh, parents get it too, and they're just they have bags there. You can get as much as you want. I want to go. And they're totally like they're not stingy. You can go back to the station as much as you want. If there's one you really like, you just keep going back to that station. It's nuts, and the lines are not that long either. Mm. Anyway, um, and then a final note on that. Later on that night, we went to the movies, and the kids saw Pan. Mm-hmm. And so, again, like a lot of people thought he was dressed as Peter Pan because they still had the costume on. But afterwards in the lobby, we were standing around, and this, like, couple, like, young couple, probably in their 20s, you know, something mm-hmm. like that. And they saw him, they're like, oh, my gosh, you are the best parents ever. And I didn't know what <laughs> at first what they're talking about. And they're like, that's amazing. I've never seen kids dress up like Link and Zelda. And they were talking about how that's, like, their favorite game. They played together as, like, a couple. They're like, if we ever have kids, we want our kids to be like your kids. Because Luke came over and was telling them, like, oh, my favorite is Ocarina of Time. And I also like this and that. And they're like, oh, my gosh, we want, oh, maybe we could have kids. This is, this is amazing. <laughs> like, seriously, like, they were, like, almost in tears, like, with how amazing they were. So it was pretty fun. So we got a lot of mileage out of those costumes. That's awesome. All right. That's my books. Mm-hmm. Um, you said vaudeville th- theaters. Well, yeah, a lot of good stuff coming through. Uh, for sake of time, Pay I won't go too to into that. it. A lot of good things coming, but almost completely done putting together vaudeville theater, too. And there will be a, Reno, a Brenda Man all-star song on it. So it's good. All right, let's run down this quickly. All right. New movies. New movies. I saw The Visit. Yeah, and you loved it so I much. I did. It was awesome. It was so good. It was the best. Okay, for me. Was, Janelle said she screamed. She did. She screamed a lot. It was definitely intense. It was scary. Was there jump scares? There's jump scares. There's also just really creepy, like. I don't like jump scares. I like real creepy stuff. I would say there was more creepy than jump for me. Like, it was just kind of an overall sense of, like, oh, my gosh. Like, it's a little disturbing. It's very, like, it's PG-13, so it's not too crazy. But they, you know, it's very disturbing. And I think because it's that found footage style, you know, it feels that much more real. Mm -hmm. Because the kid actors are amazing in it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, because it kind of, if you don't have good actors with a found footage, then, you know, it's it's bad. 
But anyway, it was just really, really good. For me, it was the best one since Lady in the Water. Which I know some For people me, that's are basically rah, 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 saying that's worse than Dark. But I love Lady in the Water, so um, I'm not spoiling it. I will. You not. can go to moviepooper.com. Yeah, if you want, if you really want to. Matthew but told me. Here's the thing, though. There is, I mean, there is a twist. A twist. What a twist. But it definitely doesn't hinge on that. It's not like a. It's not like a Sixth it's, Sense. It's where, like a horror movie twist. It sounded like it's just a yeah, normal horror yeah, yeah. movie it's twist. It's not like a Sixth Sense where, oh my gosh, I have to go back and watch the whole movie. No. It's more of just, yeah. It's a standard, like, movie twist. Like you yeah. said. So even if you knew it, it's still, it doesn't change how intense the movie is. It's just a little bit of a twist. Um, it definitely doesn't hinge on that as much as some of his other stuff has. It's like things you would see in a horror movie. Yeah. So I'm not calling it a Shyamalan twist. No, no, I, I would, I wouldn't either. They weren't in a house all along. It was a science experiment, and it right. Well, and both Janelle and my mom. We went, they my were mom, all dead. My mom came with us, and both of them figured it out before, and I didn't. I was like totally like, oh, okay, I get it now. And it's one of those things too, where like when they say it. It totally makes sense. Like, oh, you if you didn't Again, get it, you would have gotten Which it. is more of a horror movie. Which is, thing. right, right, right. So Pretty standard horror movie. But it's movie really, stuff. really well done. And it also, like, touches a lot on the idea of... Um, oh, Steve guessed it. Yeah. Yeah, but again, even though... I'm not going to say it out loud, but even though that's the case, it doesn't change how, like, cre- I mean, it's... It's it's creepy and it really it touches on dementia and getting old and the concept of death and, and there's some gross stuff. There's definitely some gross stuff. Poop stuff. Yeah, there's poop stuff. There poop was one one stuff. particular poop thing I had to look away briefly. Um, but anyway, it's really really good. So I would recommend it. I know that some people will say, oh, "Of course, they would recommend it." Yes, Steve, you for reals, for serious. Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's it. That's but. It. That's not, I mean, again, that doesn't, the whole movie doesn't hinge on that. It's, it's much more than that. So. First thing I thought, man, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Which most horror movies, that's right. like about as much as they're gonna put effort into the. Yeah. And, I mean, a lot of the movie, it's not even like a last minute one either. Yeah. Like it happens part way through. Yeah. So it's. And then the real terror begins. Right, exactly, you know. <laughs> so. <laughs> anyway, super good. <laughs> and we should get to your DVDs <laughs> now. This is up to you. This could be as long or as short as you want it to be. Okay, well, I've been watching WWE Network. I've been, there was some cool stuff on there. There was a live Madison Square Garden show last weekend. And um, NXT pay-per-view was freaking awesome. There was a the main event of the last NXT special. It was a 30-minute Iron Man match between... It was a woman's match. With they, like, it's only like... Rarely has there been a... like. There's never been a women's match headlining a pay-per-view, which this wasn't technically a pay-per-view, but it was about okay. the closest thing. And again, for having a women's match headlining it, it was awesome. And uh, it was a great match. Cool. And they had a whole thing at the end where everybody came out because it was Sasha Banks' last match in NXT probably. And it was awesome. It was really good. If you like wrestling, if you like women's wrestling... It's like legitimate because like that's the whole thing is this women's women's wrestling is at a crossroads in WWE where like an NXT and then kind of on W on the main roster they're starting to take it more seriously because it used to just be very like five minute divas matches right and now it's like these are these these girls can actually wrestle and like it's real you know it's it's just it's on the same level right which it should be that's where it belongs and um, 
especially in this world of, you know, there's lots of tough women. There's like women athletes are making huge headways. You got Ronda Rousey in MMA and like the U.S. women's soccer team right. and all these other, you know, so why can't we have pot, like, why can't women have a big impact in WWE? So it's kind of cool. And then New Japan World, they just did their second pay-per-view ever with English commentary. So I'm oh, excited. I don't know if you paid attention. Um, but, uh, yeah, like things like Deborah won the women's WWE title and I'm pretty sure it was like a bra and panties match and things like that <laughs> or like mud wrestling. Kind of thing, yeah. Like the early, the late nineties was like the worst. Like it's women's, like it was really bad. It was the very, oh, an evening gown match. Oh my gosh. Where again, like, yeah, yeah. you can guess. Yeah. You can guess. Oh, she lost an evening gown match. So because she was in her underwear, HB, Sean Mike was gear. So like again, yeah. had nothing to do with wrestling. Ronda Rousey um, would punch an evening gown match oh, in yeah. the face. Well, I love, have you seen, like, I, I actually fear for Justin Bieber right now. No. I, She's gunning for him. Oh my because God. apparently, um, he, she tried to get, um, an autograph for her cousin or her sister and he snubbed her. Wow. And so that's now the she's like, cause someone asked stuff. her, like, are you a Justin Bieber fan? She's like, no, actually I was until he did this. And I was like, Dude, like, I kind of, like, what if, like, I'm you a see the other person, um, that she has punched before? Like, I don't know. That's not somebody, like, if, if he knew that, like, what was, what are you thinking? <laughs> if Ronda Rousey asks you for an autograph, you give her a freaking autograph. <laughs> right. Like, I don't care who you are. Like, I don't know. I wouldn't mess, don't mess with Ronda. She'll kill you. Uh, she's, I hope they, I hope they figure out a way for her to fight Mayweather, like, cause I think she would kill him. I I want to see her. I want to see. I just want to see her beat the crap out of a dude, so all these idiots can just like people online are posting horrific things and like as they do. I want her to like destroy some dude, so like everybody will just shut up. (laughs) And it can like it should happen. Like I just I don't know. I think she could do it. Yeah. All right. Um. So New Japan World, they have a, a English commentary on this newest pay per view, and so I just started watching that, and it's cool. Cool. And that's exciting to have English. Not that like you know. Yeah. Well, you, that's your main language you speak, so it helps. But the but the Japanese announcers are so animated that that kind of adds to it. So like, not that the U.S. announcers aren't, but it's not the same. So you don't get those brain <laughs> just for like big Lariato! Like you don't get that kind of energy. I don't right. know. Is this something about like that like stuff? So I don't know. But it's still it's cool to hear like the storyline stuff. I'm like, oh, I would not have gathered any of this. Listen to the comments. Yeah, but I kind of like making it up in my head. I'm like, I think they're fighting because of this, but I'm not 100 percent sure. <laughs> like he seemed really angry when he gave his promo, but I can't tell. But like now, like I know for no, sure. But I, you know, I've been watching Beverly Hills now 210 to keep up with the blaze. Right. They just had another cast member, Mrs. Cindy Walsh herself, Carol Potter, nice. was just on the show for their, um, they celebrated the, which this is gonna make everybody of our generation feel old, 25th anniversary of the airing of the pilot. Wow. Was this month. Just last week. Yikes. So for that, they did the Christmas episode, and they had Carol Potter, and she was amazing. She was really cool. She's a she still acts, but she's also a licensed therapist, huh. and um, and she actually filmed a 
movie. She talked about this movie, the short film that she made for. She goes to this. She goes to a church in like I think in Bel Air somewhere, and the movie actually sounded cool. Like wow, like a Christian movie that doesn't. Like completely. That's rare. Yeah, but it was a short. So okay, like, well, still. But it sounded it actually sounded like I'm like I would watch that. Hmm. Which you that's, that's, that's I wouldn't expect that. So that's, but she, that's plus she, it just, she also seemed she just seemed really cool and um and so listen to that. They also this week they talk about the oh I guess I didn't put that on my list. I watched the unauthorized oh, I, Lifetime I, movie. It was really entertaining, really fun. Um, Dan Castellaneta re- rep- reprised his role as Aaron Spelling because he was Aaron Spelling uh, in the Charlie's Angels one. So they have this huh. mini universe. So, for instance, the girl that played Tiffany Amber Thiessen in the Saved by the Bell movie, she is in the 90210 one at the very end. Oh, okay. So as Tiffany Amber Thiessen. And Dan Castellaneta is also going to be Aaron Spelling. It's the same guys who play Aaron Spelling and Darren Starr huh. in the Melrose Place one. That's coming up. That's so it's cool. like this little mini universe. Huh. Um, and it was entertaining. I think, uh, they, I feel like they really, like, focused on the Shannon Doherty stuff, which, I mean, yeah, I get it. That's where all the, like, story, it's the drama. It's the drama. But, like, I did feel like having, especially having met Chuck Rosen and knowing what a huge part, the fact that he wasn't even in the movie, like I'm like, he really? was there. I know for a fact he was, he's the one that like cast, like he suggested, he's the whole reason that Luke Perry is on that show. Like he's not even in the movie. Huh. He's not a character. They like, just totally erased. I don't know if that was through his. We're, I don't know. I don't know what that choice made. It could made just be for narrative It just seems purposes. like, but he was such a huge part of the show, you would think it was just Darren Starr and, Tor- and Aaron Spelling, whereas I think Aaron Spelling had a much less role. I mean, he had a pretty hands-on role, especially in season one, but they make it seem like he was, whereas it was mo- it was pretty much Darren Starr and Chuck Rosen. Hmm. So that was kind of a, bu- I don't know, especially having met him yeah. and talked yeah. to him. I know how passionate he is about the show. So... Um, and then also no mention of Douglas Emerson, who was Scott Scanlon in the first two seasons, and they wrote him off, and he died. So like it, he did, he's not even he in, it. Even in it. And I mean, more or less less of a problem for me. Um, the again, Carol Potter and James Eckhouse, the parents, not even in, huh. like, didn't even exist. But I guess like you know, it's, it's really about so much. Yeah, because it is like a it's like a one and a half hour movie. Yeah, yeah. but the. The standout, as I predicted, because she had been on original, she had been on new nine two and zero. Abby Cobb, who played uh, Jenny Garth, well, first of all, she looked and acted exactly like Jenny Garth. Huh. Whereas the dude that they got to play Jason Priestley looked nothing like Jason, <laughs> like not even close. Huh. Like at least the dude that got played Dylan, like that played Luke Perry, while he didn't quite look right, he got the mannerisms. He was doing the eyebrow thing, <laughs> like he kind of had the she mannerisms. Ben of Luke Stiller Perry. doing. I think he did a great <laughs> job on the Ben Stiller show. Um, but yeah, so I mean, overall though, it was entertaining. It really kind of it was a it was it was it was fun. Um, it wasn't like. Cause like I felt like the Save by the Bell one, they were just trying to be like scandalous and yeah. cause it was off of Screech's book and this one it was just like this is what happened but in a fun huh. way. I enjoyed it. Alright. And uh, let's see, Last Man on Did Earth. Did you watch the most recent one? Yes. Oh my god. Holy I love it crap. So much. It's every episode is like 
you're cringing. You're like, what's going to happen? You have no idea what's going to happen. Okay, like, just in case you haven't seen him, we're going to talk about it. Spoiler alert. Like, holy crap. Dude, the Will Ferrell, Will Ferrell is, is like the best thing. And I, I kind of... I'm like something like there's no way real Ferrell's in this show, show anymore. So like the fact that he talked like for two seconds, just was, like singing nonsense yeah. song for a little bit, and then he died. <laughs> immediately killed him. Oh my gosh, it was awesome. So great, like, best cameo yet. Like that's just incredible. So great. And I'm, I'm still hoping. Like I hope that I don't know if like if if I want Sudeik. Like I can't. I I want. What how are they going to do? How are they? Gonna, but who knows? Like. Every episode totally changes the entire show. Yeah, it's crazy. And you I'm have no it. idea where it's going to go. This episode, like, like, you, like from the beginning to where they are at the end, like, how, yeah. like, what the heck? How do they? And oh my gosh, it's when he's so comes in funny. With the gun, and you're like, no. <laughs> it's like no, she had convinced she him. Fixed it all. She had fixed it, but but he was in this crazy tandy, <laughs> tandy, tandy thing. Oh and like God. Phil, and yeah. like it just. Dumps the other girl to be with Kristen uh, Carol. Carol. Oh my gosh, it's so good. I love it. It's like the best. <laughs> the thing where he's like Todd's gay. I knew it. No, <laughs> oh, I was just saying that. Oh my gosh, and Todd. I love Todd. Todd's great. When I he, remember the time he almost killed me. <laughs> almost killed me. And come. when he like just starts crying. Well, I'm just thinking about whatever Will Ferrell's name was. <laughs> And Mary Steenburgen. So <laughs> Her, like, toast good. was so great. Oh, my gosh. I love that show so much. Oh, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's my favorite live-action show. Yeah. And, and then, speaking, speaking of wonderful of, shows. And then Bob's Burgers. Now, I've only watched one episode. I just watched the I second episode. The second one yet. It's but great. the first one was amazing. They're awesome. Yes. So funny. This the second one, um, I'll just say Tina... Um, she falls in with this dude that's like a Banksy type guy. <laughs> okay. And he's called, I forgot what he's called. Oh, um, Ghost Kid. Ghost Kid. <laughs> Cause he does, his tags are ghost <laughs> kids. Like, ghost, ghost Kid. kid. It's, oh, it's just so, and, um, my favorite anime the, the right Bob now. plot is, uh, for, there's a parade in town and they put the porties for Porta potties for the parade right in front of the restaurant. <laughs> so he's ticked off about that. It's really funny. Oh, it's so good. That first episode back in yes. was great. It's it's fantastic. What and is I, it? Robo stash. Robo stash. Yeah. And then wasn't there some news about they're like renewing it for two more seasons? Yeah, or something I think so. Like that. Yeah. Which is good. I'm happy. Super about stoked. That. All right. Bob's Burgers, great. Oh yeah. Screen Queens. I've really enjoyed the show. Yeah. It's super, it's not for the faint of heart because it's really violent, but it's really entertaining. Jamie Lee Curtis is great. Nassim Pedarod is really funny. Oh, really? Yeah. It's real good. Um, Leah Michelle is good. Emma Roberts is like the stereotype. Like, she's like the Heather Donahue from Heather's. Oh, okay. Like, it's like the main Heather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's kind of like that, except they're the Chanel's. <laughs> so they're all named Chanel. Oh, and Haley Stanfield. Oh, really? Yes. That's cool. Not Haley Stanfield. She's the one from True Grit. Not that one. Okay, then who? The one from Little Miss Sunshine. What's her name? Oh. Little Miss Sunshine Girl. What is her name? Little Miss Sunshine Girl. What? Is her name? It is Abigail, Abigail Breslin. Uh, Steve typed faster than you googled. <laughs> All right, there you go. So she's in it. Yes. Okay. She's one of the Chanel's. 
So it'll be like Chanel number one, number two, number three, number four, <laughs> number five. Funny. And um, yeah. I like uh, I like Heather, so you know. Well this is it's like Heather's plus slasher movie plus sure damage, Heather. It's real good. It's enjoyable. Alright. Um Muppets. Yeah, I watched the second episode of Muppets. I watched the third, the third one, one and, and you want to know, here's why I like the third one. Okay. Ralph finally freaking shows up, because for a while I was like, where's Ralph? Where's Ralph? Ralph shows up, and it's okay. real funny. Okay. There's a um, some cone of shame really? jokes, because <laughs> he's got a cone of shame on. <laughs> it's Ralph. Ralph. Yeah. Whatever. Well, I'm just saying, just a, you know. Ralph. Point of clarification. The dog. It's fine. Ralph shows up finally. Um, and there's a great story with Fozzie and Kermit. Fozzie is like, it's real great. It's real funny. The second episode was good. Josh Groban. It, Josh Groban was really funny. Yeah. But I didn't like it as much as I liked the first one. I like the third one the most, I think. So, I don't know. We'll, but I, I'm, I'm on board still. I like the second one with all the, the cookies and the bears on the cookies. Yeah. And then he sells them all to the electric man. Yeah. I'm not saying it wasn't funny. I just because they're like, wait, because I love that they're just like, wait, what are you doing? Just go in there, <laughs> like more cookies. <laughs> it's good, I, and I think, I mean, I think it's, I think it's definitely got potential to be a good show. Big Bear was mentioned, like in the, the town. second episode, in the third episode, oh, I think the third episode. Okay. Well, anyway, um, it's good though. I'm, I'm, I'm glad they brought it back. I enjoy it. Stuff, it's cool. One of the things Mike and I argued about was he hates it. Because he's like, it's not the Muppets that I know. I'm like, I don't it's think... Not, it's a new show. Like, first of all, it's new. And he's like, this is ABC trying... I don't know. Sometimes Mike gets on the, like, the liberal Hollywood agenda thing. I mean... I'm like, first of all, watch... SN- Maybe not the Muppets show, but the movie Muppets definitely. And the SNL Muppets definitely were... Yeah, it's... it's and it's, again, going back, the Muppet show... Was not as clean as everybody seems to think it no. was. Again, pilot was called Sex and Violence of yep. the original one, and I'm not. I mean, it might be a little edgier than that, but it's not like it's not like it's nothing. not out of character for what they have done in the past. Again, like I like, don't think because he's like drug jokes. I'm like the Electric Mayhem. That's all the that's, that's the, the whole, whole joke. joke with the Electric Mayhem. They're all stoned. That's what it's always been. Yeah. Always show me an electric. Show me a scene in any Muppets. Where it's not, what's involving Mythic Mayhem, where the punchline is not there high. Right. Because, oh, like, ooh, man. Eh. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's, what they, that's what it is. Like, there's no, they're just because they said it now, just doesn't yeah, mean, and they're you more, know. They're Again, more, it might be a little edgier, but it's not out of character for what I think of the Muppets. It's definitely one that I will wait for longer to show my kids. Yeah. But that doesn't mean it's, it's still oh. not good. All right. Speaking of funny. Yes. Watching SNL. I only watched, I watched one clip. So, oh man. So the first episode, Miley Cyrus episode, you might have called that. You should have just called it the Leslie freaking Jones show. Really? She was in like every sketch. Oh, yeah. She was so funny. She killed it on update. And then like, it's really good. And Miley was great. And. Did you do the Miley Cyrus show? No. Oh. Unless it got cut. Well, I don't know. I do watch the YouTube version. That's how I do it. So who knows? Not the YouTube, the Hulu. I watch it on Hulu, which I still don't. I think they cut stuff. Oh, no. They definitely do. So I don't even know. They might have. It's upsetting. Yeah. I want the, I want full SNL. And I don't, I I'm going to have to start, I'm going to have to start pirating it, I guess, to start. Because that's the only way you get them all. Um, but then Amy Schumer, her, her her monologue was because she did basically you know when stand ups yeah, they basically just do a stand up yeah. set oh it was great 
she made she made she had a great kind of funny but also meaningful thing about like like kids role like little girls role models right now are literally the Kardashians like <laughs> and she's talking about that and she's like and like it was just it was and she then they sang Spice they had a whole they had a whole sketch where they're like uh, it was her and um and I forgot who else but they're on an airplane they were they were air they're they were doing oh it was Vanessa Bayer okay and they were doing this whole bit where they're the, for their opening like the to just kind of make it fun with like the pre-flight instructions they did it to wannabe and like <laughs> but they were doing that and then one of them gets sucked out of the plane <laughs> it's really That's funny good. and uh, it was really now funny. what happened Tracy Morgan is supposed to host one is that next, still happening? I think that's next next okay because originally he was I think it got like the opening he, no he the, was always going to be Miley okay and then I think he was going to be second or third but I think they shifted no, okay. around. I, I think just, he's I next week. I want him to be back. Like, I'm, well, you see him at you see him at the Emmys. No, he was a surprise at the Emmys. He was great. Oh, okay, he's got it, man. Yeah. It's there. Good, 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 good. The teacher porn sketch was really. Yeah, there's this. There was like this. It was like on a porn movie, but like so. It's the whole like after school teacher, but then um, AD Bryant comes like, "Hey, Miss Sansa, I need help with my schoolwork." <laughs> I was like, "Wait, what are you doing here?" Like it was. <laughs> okay, it was okay, pretty silly. My, the only mm. one that I watch is the the gun one. Yeah, they like give each other. Yeah. I just happened to come across it. You know, that was funny. That was pretty funny. There's a lot of funny stuff. It's been good. Good. I liked it. Good. It's been good. Is there a new cast member? Um, there is one new dude. Okay, it's a dude. I need to check it out. He's he's just kind of been doing background well, stuff. Well, that's how the, that's how it goes. He's funny. Um, and then I and then also because it got put in my queue because for because I SNL it was part right. of the SNL. It's on Hulu. You definitely should check it out. Live from New York, the other, the Live okay, from New York documentary. One. It's okay. It's great as uh, for especially for like because it covers the whole history of right. the show, and they do touch on a lot of stuff. Um, it's so it's definitely not as super because like James Franco's was like super inside baseball, Absolutely. like super. So like for your average person, they uh, to the point where the average person probably wouldn't even be interested in watching because it, it's like beyond inside right. baseball. Like then like this one, they don't do they don't go in. You don't see any of that stuff. It's just an overall history right. of the show with interviews, and they interview a lot of people. I would have liked to seen more interviews. Like they didn't. You didn't get like sand like a lot. It was like a lot of the early people, and then a lot of like the n- people now, but not like not middle. as many middle people. Like no Sandler, no Spade. Like wow. you know, it was a lot of those. But it was like they had the, all the original, most of the original casts. So like a lot of Lorraine Newman, and which was good because cool. you obviously don't hear from some of them as much. And yeah. Jane Curtin. So a lot of them, a lot of Garrett Morris. Garrett Morris. And, oh, good. So they get like the original what cast. Was he just in Ant Man. Yes, it was, fun, it was, it was fun, awesome. Fun little bit there, which was great because he was Ant Man. Yeah, and I thought yeah. that was a fun little little like nod, nod to the history. To the there. history, um, but. So they had, so that was, and it was also, they didn't, and they also, they, they kind of, like, Lauren left the show and then he came back and it was pretty bad, but it wasn't, they didn't go into detail. They didn't interview Dick, like, you didn't get an interview with Dick Ebersol. Like, that's what I would have liked to have, right. that's what I would have wanted from, like, a, if you were gonna do, like, a real. Now, I do have a DVD of an, uh, SNL from the 80s documentary, mm-hmm. which does go, I yeah. mean, it's all, well, the book. That. That book that I, the Saturday right, night right. book that I read, that's all a bit goes into every yeah. minute detail about that. When this, it, at times because of that, 
and especially there was like very little like because you know even from the live from New York, it's all everybody talking crap about Chevy Chase, and then Chevy Chase being like everybody's full crap. Right. This was just it was all good. It was a very puff piece in a That's way, still good, though. but it's still a like lot that. of cool, a lot of cool clips, a lot of cool things, and some the one thing that it did touch on that was very like just kind of poignant to me was like. Sinead O'Connor was totally right, and I don't think she ever got... I feel like society never looped back around and acknowledged that. No, probably not. And I not. feel like maybe we should, <laughs> because, like, she got reamed. Like, yeah. she got destroyed. That ruined, and and she was completely right. What she was protesting, what she was making a statement about, it was just... Like and I guess I guess that got the ball rolling on that, but not really, not for a while. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't until years later that all that stuff started coming to light. Really, the Eversol years were it was actually like eighty to eighty five. Yeah, but though that was Saturday Night's main event was a little bit after that. What's that? That was the WWE like they would. Oh, uh, okay. So this okay. was a little bit after that. Okay. But then there was also like one year where it was the lady that ran it, right? Yeah. I can't remember what her name is now. Because Dick Ebersol did like four years. Yeah. Or maybe three and then he did one. Something like that. Yeah. Anyway. But um, they interviewed a lot of the writers, a lot of the stage guys. Like that one dude that's been there the, even longer than Lauren. Right. The prop master guy that is in like some of the older stuff. And like and he was there through yeah, the middle yeah, years. Yeah, and he was there too, through yeah. all the years. Um, Howard Shore, like the original music director, right. like I don't think people realize that that was right. where he got his start. Um, even uh, Paul Simon, um, so like some of the original Candace Bergen, nice. it's like a lot of the OG. But again, the whole Shane because they do bring up the Shane O'Connor thing, and they do like Chris Rock even straight up says it in his like his sound bite, he's like, and she was right, and like, and I'm like, and then I'm like, yeah, she was right, and I also feel like society didn't turn back around because like. And that is kind of a bummer. And now she was also like, because everyone's like, oh, she was weird. She shaved her head. I'm like, yeah, but when you read about her, like, she was also way ahead on like the whole women's, like that was kind of her whole thing about women's body issues and stuff. And then the the Pope thing was definitely like child abuse in the church. And like at the time, nobody wanted to hear that. We're like, that's crazy. And they show like the response, like people steamrolling their albums and stuff. And I'm like, wow. Yeah. Like that's kind of a. Like, good on her, but good on, like, that's powerful that she, like, the fact that she did that, like, that's some, and they show it in its entirety in the documentary. And it's like, I had never seen it. I I think, yeah, I feel like I have. And it's like quiet. And she, you could tell she, like, and they even asked her, like, they show her, like, a, like, not a current interview, but like, where she, like, she, she thought she, like, she's like, I think I might, like, she thought, like, people were gonna kill her. Like, well, like, I, mean, I mean, it's not that like, far from possible. But like, it's it's like, and you can see the look on her face too. Like, it's like she's like, whoa, like that happened. Like <laughs> I did it. Like whoa, because it's like, yeah, it's it's pretty intense, and it's like silent. Like there was nothing. There was no wow. music playing, and she just, and like, holy crap! Wow. And, and then like they interviewed her, then they showed an interview of her like the next day, and they're and like the MTV video is like, what's gonna happen? She's like. I have no idea what's gonna happen. Like, like you can tell she's like, "Holy crap!" But like, it's—I mean, I—I I don't know. It's pretty intense. And then even because I remember even SNL made fun of her after that. Well, yeah, they had people <laughs> and, tearing up all kinds of stuff. And and then just like they had her on the the um they had her on the Sinatra group. Uh-huh, she was a uh-huh. frequent guest. 
on there. They do bring up dice and the whole dice clay. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. And um, they bring up a lot. I mean, it's not complete because they do talk about some of the issues like racial like equality and the cast and things like that. Women, like this, this like the boys club and like kind of how that... And like so, they bring up they don't they're not afraid to talk about that stuff. But there is a level of like you can tell some things were kind of hmm. brushed it away. Like Hulu, you said right? Yes, definitely would like to check it's that out. Part like it showed it popped up in my as an episode of SNL. Huh. So it was That's cool. Yeah. So I think if you go into SNL, like Live from New York is in the episode list. Right. Or right. just search Live from New York. It was really good. And then to get in the mood to go to Not Scary Farm, I watched Blair Witch Project on Amazon Prime. Nice. And it got me in the mood. Got you in the mood. Still, it's in my, like, there are parts of it where I'm, where actually, like, if I would, like, probably now, but, like, the right after I watched it, if you had said, hey, Brenda, let's go camping in Idlewild or something, I'd be like, no, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah. Because, like, the parts where they're in their tent and they're hearing all those noises and then where they hear the kid noises and then when they hear like when josh gets abducted and then they hear him like if i was in the middle of the woods in a tent and that's what started happening i don't even know what i would do like and they even joke about that they're like because the guy even said like if this if i heard it because like the, there's like josh is the first one that says he hears something he says he hears a cackling and mike is like if i heard a cackling i would pee my pants i'm like i would do way more than pee my pants <laughs> like if you're in a tent in the woods you're already like lost and don't know where you are and you start hearing things like that, like, I would die. And I sure as shit would not go in an old abandoned house that we just happened to stumble upon running around the woods. Like, I don't care if I can hear my lost friend in that house. You're not going in? I don't Even think if I was like, Brendan, please. If it was you? I need your help. If it was still. you. But what if it was you and it was a trap? Because it was a trap. I know, but what? Brendan. Would I go in that house for you? It hurts. I'd go in there for you. It'll hurt if I swallow. Mommy! I hate that commercial more than anything in the world. Because it made me, like, also deathly afraid of sore throats. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm like, is that what's going to happen? This is going to be you, kid. Mommy! It'll hurt if I swallow. Like. Mommy! But, like, just watching it again, like, I don't know, I was like. Camping is freaking scary, man. (laughs) And, like, in that whole situation. But then, yeah, I'd go into the, I'd go in the Blair Witch House. Oh, you'd go in the Blair Witch House. I'd get me. murdered. <laughs> you'd get murdered for me. But then, wasn't it just like someone using the voice? Though it wasn't really the person. I no, we don't. You don't know. You don't find out. Okay. It was. I think. Well, like what? What I think, like in the in the context of the movie, the Blair Witch, because so they so basically, if you follow, there is a storyline that makes kind of sense. You just gotta follow it, because okay. it's not like explicitly, so they get to a part where there's like that cemetery thing, and then they go, at first they go during the day, then they go back at night, and at night, Josh knocks over one of the cairns. Right. And then he's the first one that gets taken. Okay. And then they, then they get, cause well actually the next night, there's three of those cairns outside their tent. And that's kind of the get out of here. Right. But then, like, they can't get out. They don't know where they are. They get lost in the woods, even to the point where they head south the entire day, and they still end up at that stream. So clearly, by that point, some supernatural thing is happening. They've, they're in the clutches the of the woods. witch. And, and then she gets Josh. And then she leaves the tooth and what looks like might be a tongue in that little bundle. 
And she's like, ha, I gotcha. And that's when Heather, when Heather films that thing, like, she so realizes scary. that, like, we are gonna die. And that's where that actually, when I'm watching it this time and I realize, like, oh, she knows they're dead. So what do you do when you know you're gonna die? And that kind of made it a little bit more, like, oh, man, this is kind <laughs> of intense. Because it's like, what would I do if I'm, like, she, Heather was the first one to realize, like, we are going to die. <laughs> and, like, that's messed up. And, like, yeah. you have no, like, you know, and then sure enough, that night, then they hear Josh more, and then they follow, they find the house, and then they just hear Josh, and, and then it sounds like he's in the basement, and I think that's the witch, that's, yeah, and then, using his voice, right? But you never see, and then, so then when she goes, so first, Mike goes down to the basement, and then he's, his camera, he gets, something happens to him, and then Heather goes down, and then you see Mike is facing the wall, and she sees that, and then the next thing, Heather gets knocked over. And what that is related to is because when the witch, that's a callback to like, they're telling, when like she's interviewing the townspeople, and one of the, there was a serial killer in the 50s who lived, there was a hermit that lived out in the woods, and he killed like eight kids, and he would bring them down to the basement in pairs, have one sit, like, look at the wall, because he didn't want them looking. And cause, and then he'd kill one and then he'd kill the other one. Ugh. And the witch told him to do that. So then when they go down, when you go, so you're supposed to, when you see, as soon as you see him looking at the wall, you know what's going, it's like, bah! Like it's, uh. it's kind of like, uh. It's uh. not like scary, scary. It's not like, duh! But it's like creepy. Yeah. When you're thinking about it. I'm a little creeped out now. Like if we <laughs> ran down in a, if I ran down a basement and I saw you looking at a wall. Don't I'm look like, at a wall. Uh, don't look at a wall. And, like, a lot of people are like, oh, it's not scary, but, like, I don't know. You got to just feel it, like, the mood. Think about if it was – I always just put myself in that situation. I'm like, what if I get lost in the yeah. woods and all this stuff's happening? You start hearing just loud, like, it sounds like rock smashing and, like, something stomping around in the woods. And then you start hearing kids. Like, I would lose my – you don't even need to take me to some little murder house. <laughs> you just you just go right I probably there. would die of it. I would probably, like, either poop myself to death or something. Uh, oh. All right. Well, that was Blair Witch Project. And then well, I already I, talked about the stuff I watched, Bob's Burgers, Muppets, Last Man on Earth. I finished all the storage wars on Netflix. <laughs> again. <laughs> and now I'm – Tempted to go back and watch more Storage Wars again, but I don't have that kind of time. <laughs> Too much other stuff. Yeah. All right. We talked about Twin Peaks already. We I should. I uh, think we have time. We for, should just call it. I think. Should we do Marmaduke? We could do a Marmaduke. You want to do Marmaduke? Because it's. I brought him um, Nintendo Power. We'll do it next time. I'm really tired. We need to get. We need to wrap it. So we're gonna do Marmaduke oh, for tonight. Real quick, video games. I played the Battlefront Star Wars Battlefront demo. Oh yeah. The being part of the Battle of Hoth is like the greatest thing ever. Yeah. But being the part of a Battle of Hoth with like all these dudes that all they did all weekend was play the demos. So they're like level twenty, and they have that power up that turns you into Darth Vader or Luke Skywalker, and then you just go around like just killing everything with your lightsaber, and that just happens over and over and over again. And I died like fifty times, and I had like two kills and fifty deaths. And my squad is like, "What is wrong with you?" And I'm like, "What? I'm a stormtrooper." And <laughs> not um, as fun. But then. it was still it was fun. But it was also like I am really bad at these games. But it was fun because you're like you're in the battle of freaking Hoth, man. Yeah. You're you're like controlling the turrets and you're doing all this stuff and you're protecting the AT Walker. And then when you're on the other side, you're trying to just kill everything. And 
and make sure the walkers like you got to disrupt their communication so the then the Y wings don't come and take down the walkers and huh. it's pretty nuts. Right. You're there and the music is spot on. The the, the all the effects, the Wilhelm screams feels good. Oh, oh, dude, I I I might buy the game even though I suck at it. Well, is there a single player? Or is it all online? There is single player, but not then. The demo was for the multiplayer. Right, right, right. All right, I beat Adventure Time. Hey, ask King, why you still our garbage? Ah, it seems like you've been playing that for like ever. Yeah, not as much as you'd think. Because I play a lot of Street Pass and Pokemon Shuffle, and then I play that when I have all those things done. I think I'm at the. Are you stuck on Spupa? No, I'm about ten or fifteen past that. How do you beat Spupa? I had to pay. Cause like Not like only, actual money. You only get points, three you know. tries. Yeah, you have to do an extra five turns. Ugh. Yeah, you have to. Even with those five turns, I don't know. If five I'm turns. I think I did five turns and a, like start it. Plus know, a mega? Mega start, yeah. Alright. But yeah, I basically... And I, not, not real money. I not put real money, but you have to use coins. That's the only way around it. Mm-hmm. But did you get that like red dragon guy, the um, Latias... I think so. From the ramp up one? Yes. Yes, because he's awesome. I use him on everything now. Even if he's not like up arrow, he's the best. Hmm. So we should level him up. That's a good tip. All right. You ready for Marmaduke? Yeah. All right. So it's Phil, the dad. <laughs> Phil. And Marmaduke's taking a nap, and he comes up. Okay, Marmaduke, time for your lesson. He's got a stick. He's holding it out. Jump. Marmaduke jumps over the stick. boy. Okay, now roll over. Marmaduke rolls over. Good. And then the wife comes out. Hi, can I watch? We just finished. You teach him any new tricks? I don't know. You ever get the feeling somebody is just humoring you? I don't even know. That That doesn't fall into anything. No. That falls into no... There's nothing. (laughs) That's a nothing. I'm at a loss for Is he just half-assing the tricks? Well, yeah, okay. I guess it's Marmaduke as a person, because you can see him, like, glaring at him. Like, he doesn't want to do them. I don't know. I'm at a loss. Marmaduke is lazy? Marmaduke is lazy. Marmaduke thinks he's a person. I think it's... Marmaduke. Marmaduke is not funny in the least. (laughs) Marmaduke. Like, that that just sucks the air out of it. Like, what is... It's just, like, a dog... Doing tricks and yeah. he's not really doing tricks and ah <laughs> maybe he's not really wanting to do the tricks that he did. <laughs> That's Marmaduke. There you go. Oh man. Alright. I think that's uh I think that's good. What do we say we were calling this episode? Obi Obi Wan out? No. Kenobi out. Kenobi out, there you go. You don't have to call it that, but I think that's good. Sure, it's fine. Kenobi out. And if you want to get out, you should go on our website and get out and check it all out. Because that's what you do on websites, right? RadioBreno.com for all your Radio Breno Man needs. That Luke kid's pretty stupid. I'm, I'm not sure if he's... Is this guy really... Is this guy really Anakin's son? Sure whines a lot. I've been... I followed him to the power... I followed him to the power station. He's a real... Real whiny kid. I don't know. I think I'm going to go find Leia. <laughs> Kenobi out. Kenobi out. <laughs> Maybe Bale gave me the wrong place. <laughs> Sitting around. Maybe these are the wrong... Maybe these are the wrong Skywalkers. 
Uh, Kenobi out. Didn't Anakin have a cousin? Maybe this is his kid. <laughs> Remember when Anakin made these robots? Did he make R2-D2, supposedly? Or just C-3PO? I don't know. Who did he create? He also, like... Definitely C-3PO. Uh, which doesn't make any sense. Isn't he, like, friends with Boba Fett or something, too? Django. Ugh. And Django's kid was Boba. Ugh. And then Boba picked up the head... Became like Boba. Yeah, but they kind of implied that the head was in there. Oh, okay. Because when... Didn't, it was heavy. Didn't you just slash... Didn't you just chop it off? Yeah, but don't they just disappear? What? Is that only, is that only Jedi? <laughs> yeah, I think people don't disappear. People still die. No, in the Star Wars universe, everybody <laughs> becomes ghosts. That's... Wouldn't the whole universe just be like ghosts? That's why... That's, that's a I mean, comic. Star Wars ghosts. Well, because... It would be like in the real world if like ghosts were real, because there would just be ghosts. You'd just yeah, be stumbling into ghosts. It was like, hey, yeah. hey, hey, you guys. Don't tell me what to do, you <laughs> freaking ghosts. Yeah, seriously, if that was real, your house would be haunted by like a thousand ghosts, just this apartment alone. And if it was all like Star Wars, they're just trying to tell you how to live your life. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up! Use the force, Brendan. No! Don't, don't give eat, it to your anger. Don't eat that. Don't eat the food, Brendan. <laughs> don't call Domino's. You don't need that. <laughs> Stop eating that brownie. <laughs> you've, all, you had, you've had enough sodas today. Yeah. Why don't you go outside? <laughs> Better do your laundry. Your sheets aren't, your sheets are getting kind of gross. You wash your sheets. Yeah, Steve has a good point. The ghosts are always period ghosts. They're hardly ever brand new ghosts. You don't have like, hip new ghosts. You don't have... Unless it's from the 90s. They did, I think they had some then. 90s ghost. Should have done a Polly Shore as a ghost type movie. <laughs> Squeezing the juice. Squeezing the juice. Brendan, don't you be don't wheezin the juice. Really bad because it's like part. Your Polly Shore is like part Valley Girl. I can't do Polly Shore. Huh? How does he do it? I don't do know. It. Do I'm Polly not Shore. gonna do it. Do your best Polly Shore right now. I don't know. Just try it. Munch on some. Gr- no, now I'm doing the. Now I'm doing the it's Valley hard. Girl. It's because I got confused with wheezing the juice. No wheezing the juice. I can't do it. <laughs> hey, but hey, but you'd see you're doing it I wrong. Can't do it. And I now, can't do it. And it's influencing me. I can never do it. No. Leaning Tower of Cheetza. <laughs> I can't do it. I think maybe I'm too influenced by like the Bill and Ted. Like, yeah. So Mark Bolton didn't. He said the movies are just okay. What movies? The Bill and Ted movies. What? So yeah, I said the same thing. Mark. Mark. No, that's incorrect. You need to watch them again. Those are the greatest movies ever made. He also did not have anything good to see. Didn't he? Especially didn't like Bogus Journey, which is just wrong. No, no. And he didn't understand Station. Well, so we know all about the secret behind Station now. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's. It's no, like, that's... why couldn't they use a word that didn't already have a meaning? And I'm like, that doesn't even make sense. A lot of things have two meanings. That's right. And. Gnarly. Yeah. Bogus. Two meanings. Trust me, you've got to go back and watch them again. When did you watch them last? Does they... Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, like, yeah, That's true, we did get life. making cop, like, making, making copies. copies. Yeah, that's, yeah that's, that's, that's totally what he's doing. Yeah. Rob Schneider. Do you remember when, uh, I came home one day from work and Janelle's like, Phil, did you hear like, oh yeah, Rob Schneider died. I'm like, wow, crazy. Right? Wow, what happened? He's like, I don't know, old age. I'm like, he's not that old. Who died? Oh, Roy Scheider. Yeah, from Jaws. And Punisher. 
and Punisher. There you go. And he died in that. Well, he died in And life. then he died. And then he for died. real. Killed uh, by Thomas Jane. Crazy. I know. Punisher didn't kill oh, his own family. You know who uh you know who was in Twin Peaks that was crazy is Billy Zane. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that. You said Duchovny? Not till the yeah, Duchovny's been in it for a little while now. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. And he's cross dressing. Yeah. As he's Denise or Dennis, yeah. depending on his um Yeah, Billy Zane shows up yeah, later. It's pretty cool. There's a lot of good people in it. The thing, the big bummer, I don't know if you've been following the uh, remake announcements. Okay. Um, Sheriff Truman has sadly been, they've had to recast. Why? I guess he couldn't do it or he didn't want to do it. Huh. I'm like, what is that guy that's doing? That's a bummer, yeah. I haven't seen him anything. And the log lady died, of course. Yeah. So that's But that. Sheriff Truman's like a pretty big character. Yeah, he's like one of the main but guys. But the person that they cast, they cast somebody cool. Okay. And I think they're going to somehow... Um, <laughs> Steve said taking his place will be Sheriff Falseman. <laughs> False woman, you mean. Sheriff False Woman. Yeah. Um, alright. So any other plugs? Go to radiobrendo.com, go to benvnetwork.com, we're at Brendoman on Twitter, Brendoman at gmail.com. Just Don't forget to do your um, Kickstarter thing. And review us on iTunes. That really helps us. Amazon. And your pen pals. Write your pen pals. Pen pals. If you want a pen pal, just come up with a pen pal. Just write to someone. You could just do a general one. Although no ladies have written back to Steve yet, so. Ladies, write back to Steve. Yeah. Come on, ladies. Do it. What's, 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 just for friends. Just for friends. friends. Just for friends. Do it. Just for friends. (laughs) Just for friends. (laughs) Write in. Just for friends. Just for friends. Oh, I got a I still have to. Get, I still have to put that David Lieberhart video on YouTube. Oh yes, Tim and Eric, Tim, Tim and Eric, Eric, Tim and Eric are coming in. Right <laughs> coming on right now. Gonna start the show right now. Start the show. <laughs> all right. Hey Kenobi Steve, out. you got to be cool. This is all. We're all cool. Yeah. Here. Kenobi out. Kenobi out. Kenobi out. All right, so for Radio Brendan Man, I'm Brendan Creasy. And I'm Phil Vecchio. Have a good one, everybody.
This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com. I'm Jordan, and this is Nerd's Eye View. Who do I have with me? I'm Andrew. I'm Tom. And what do we do here, Andrew? Well, we talk about movies. Every week we always talk about something that's new in theaters, as well as tell you what's going on with the box office top ten and what's coming out on DVD and Blu-ray. And then we do a crazy thing called Guess the Ending, which Andrew has a wonderful catchphrase for, but it mainly involves us coming up with crazy stories for all the new movies that are coming out. So if any of that sounds good to you, find us online, nevpodcast.com, or on Twitter, at nevpodcast, or benviewnetwork.com. What was I supposed to say? Shut up, Leonard. I'm Matt. I'm Andrew. And we like community. We do. Uh, and if you like community and you'd like to hear us talk about it every week, you can go to BenviewNetwork.com slash ShutUpLeonard. You can also find us on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast provider. Shut up, Leonard. Pop, pop.